Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. Andy. Hey, now. George. Hello. Hey, and we have a guest host, Jamie Burkholder. Hello. All right, welcome (laughs) to the show. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) This is episode 246, Listener Series, Volume 21, with Jamie Burkholder. Okay, let's catch up with everyone's week. Who'd like to go first? I can go. All right. Go for it. Jump right, just jump right in there. Jump there in. <laughs> well, we um, we had such beautiful weather this weekend. So a bunch of us got out and flew and uh, had a really good time. John Cole came over, Craig Quillen, um, Steve, RC Jet Dude. Hodges, and um, who else was here? Somebody else is here. Anyway, got out and flew some planes and flew some helicopters and pretty uneventful, other than I was trying to do a, a double flip right behind the house with that Mamba 60 and tipped, <laughs> it, tipped it over. It didn't hurt it, but... <clears throat> The ground was about six inches too high. Oh, don't you hate that? Yeah. But uh, no, I had, had a great time. It was just good seeing everybody and the weather was beautiful and we, we, we all ate and everything had a good time. Nice. You know, just, just uh, yeah. Been working feverishly on mowing. I, I've mowed the same spot every other day for like three times just to try to get it back under control over there to bunker where the crashed airplane is. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a mess. It was about three feet high when I started working on it. But uh, just about got everything straightened up, ready for uh, Halloween, just keeping it under control until then. And hopefully the grass is not growing as fast now. Doesn't seem like it is that and just working on some uh, BAHs, big-ass helicopters. <laughs> nice. It's funny. We was all in here Saturday, and uh, Craig's boy said, uh, said, are you going to put any weapons on this big Yui? I said, yeah. I said, see that little one over there? It's got those guns and pods hanging off the side of it. He said, that 800? I said, yeah. 800 is not a little one. I'm like, well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of it, funny to think about when you, you know, you got four or five, seven, eight hundred size scale helicopters crammed together over there, and you got one, one six scale UE that's as big as three of them put together. I mean, it's crazy. Jeez. You ought to see the, the head on it. It's an old Vario with grips like. I mean, size of a small kid's hand, fist. But uh, then designing some 3D 
parts and uh, printing them out and stuff. I've made six different versions of the air intake on that thing, and I'm working on the seventh one right now. It's just fun to be able to do that, you know, try to get it as scale looking as you can, little things like that. But uh, that's about it for my week. Nice. What about cool. uh, what about you guys? I don't know. Who wants to go next? I can go. Oh boy, okay. let me let me strap in for this, dude. <laughs> Are you strapping? What do you got, Andy? Strapping Are you ready? In. Not strapping on. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? Brace yourself. Oh boy. I've done no RC stuff. <laughs> Man. Yeah. I did start in the field doing some corn, though. Okay. All right, all right. Yeah, I started. I tried to start Sunday, but it's still a little too wet. <clears throat> started yesterday, Monday. It ran uh, all day and then run all day today. Till I had to shut down the entire crew. Oh, no. This podcast. Oh, oh, that's fine. You guys are holding up production. Hope you know that. Well worth it. <laughs> the corn is still a little bit too wet. Like it has to be a certain moisture really to keep. Mm. I'm trying to get some done because I think we might have a storm or possibly hurricane could be coming this way over the weekend. Maybe not sure yet. But I'm trying to get some put up before that. And it's going okay. Typical stuff. Had a few minor issues with equipment. The corn's actually really shitty this year due to the weather. So that's kind of depressing. But other than that, just doing my thing. I've not flown. Didn't buy anything. Didn't think about anything. Just Just chugged away, huh? Just cruising along at the stupid cornfield. So how long how long would it like take you to you know to get all that crop? Uh it'd probably take two weeks to get the corn and two weeks to get the beans, probably, I'm guessing. Yeah. That's assuming you had perfect weather and you just right. rushed through. Every time yeah. it rains, then you put you back another week or so, you know, waiting for it to dry back out. Jeez. Mm. Anyway. Wow. Enough That's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is, but it's not. I mean, I sit in the combine and hold the steering wheel. The problem is when stuff breaks down, you got to work on it. It's dusty yeah. and itchy and hot and annoying. That's what sucks. Right. Yeah. So hopefully it's not been too bad yet. Knock on wood. But anyway, enough of my boring farming talk. Somebody had to do some flying this week. I did. did yeah. Nice. You want me to go, Steve? You want to go? No matter. We can go. Well, I did some flying, but before that, I did some simming. Yes. And before that, I did a lot of drinking. Yes, you were pretty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was feeling no pain. Yeah. I forgot. I was feeling I good. I was yeah, there. you did. Mm-hmm. Man, I should have got in there. I forgot that your wife was going to be gone. Yeah, you should have, because that was a sloppy drunk. Oh, he oh was, yeah. He was a hoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was a hoot. <laughs> I was Andy self, takes me. 
self-proclaimed uh, hoot. Text me the next time he's like this. Okay. <laughs> so I'll get in there. Yeah, it's I, like a, a blue moon. It just comes along every so often when all everything aligns. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was a blue moon. Not on, on call. Yeah. Just, you know, when everything lines up just perfectly, then it's a fun time with Kevin. <laughs> ah, shit. I think my wife would agree to that. <laughs> when everything aligns up perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, dude, it was it was a good time simming on Friday, except I was pretty toasted and I could barely I don't know, I was flying okay, but I don't know what I was doing. Shit just seemed off obviously. And I don't know, I had some fun. But I promised Mike D that I was gonna go to the South Jersey helicopter fun fly that was kinda going on down at Allen's Airfield. On Saturday, he was like, well, I'm not going to go, but if you're going to go, I'm going to go. So I was like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to go. And, man, I woke up Saturday morning trying not to turn around too fast. I was like, whoa. But I said, I, could, I can do two things. I can either have a cup of coffee here and sit here wasting time, or I can just load up the Jeep and get out of here. So I loaded up the Jeep and got out of here and went down to the fun fly got some coffee on the way down by the time i got down there it was probably like 10 30 and uh i was okay i was feeling better nice and the, I, the first flight i did well i immediately saw um a few guys uh rob winter was there and greg barbudo came down uh, a couple of new york guys and i actually did see greg walk which was and he was making sure that I saw him walk. <laughs> oh, he was just doing it for show, I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, he yeah. didn't have his trailer with him, so he didn't have the Segway. Uh, okay. Ah. Uh. So we got down there, set up with Mike D, um, hung out for a little bit, charged some batteries, and I started flying the Oxy-5. And the first flight on the Oxy-5 was like it was in Jello. I don't know whether it was me or it was just... <laughs> but it was just like time was twice as slow. No, it's just... It felt so slow. I was like, what is wrong with this? And it's just, I don't know whether my timing was off, but it was a good flight. And I flew okay. that a couple more times. Uh, more guy, guys started coming down. You know, I got to see uh, Rob and Devin McClellan. Uh-huh. And uh, Andrew Lax came down. Glenn was there. And one of their club members that just joined uh, came up and said he listened to the show. So I'm going to give him a shout out. I'm nice. pretty sure his name was Sasha. He's a Russian guy. He says they call me TR, and I'm like, "What's that? What's that stand for?" He goes, "The Russian," and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so uh, yeah, he came up and said he he liked the show. He was really glad that we do it once a week and uh, kind of talking a little bit about what goes into it. And he was like, "Really appreciative. It was really cool to to talk to him." Nice, but dude, I brought the 690. I brought the Glogo. I think I got like. 12 flights in all day uh and i was only wow. there and yeah i was only there until like four ish because about that time it dawned on me that i have a dog and i was like oh crap i gotta get home and take care of the dog uh plus my wife was coming in at eight so i wanted to make sure at least i got home clean up to clean up <laughs> a little bit before you went to the airport but man yeah. i freaking flew 690 a few times i was doing some autos with that that was a lot of fun and I'm not used to autoing at that field because it's kind of a short area where you land because 
you know, it's just a short distance between where the beans start and where you're actually, you know, yeah, standing. Yeah, standing. At. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, man, flew the Glogo a few times. I was having a really good flights with that and uh, got a few people that uh, actually came up and said I was doing a good job. Andrew Lax was one of them. And then my last flight with the Oxy-5, I was like, I don't give a shit. I'm just going to keep this thing moving, and I'm going to keep eating on it. And it was a good flight. I had a lot of fun, man. And I was just doing a couple of new things that I was just like, while I'm sitting there in between flights, I'm like, you know what? I'm flying forward. I could probably flip that all the way over and start doing TikToks and then do some backwards money hops (laughs) and that kind of stuff. And, yeah, so I was like, all right. So a few couple of times uh that I tried it for the first time it was a little sloppy, but then, then it was it was cool, man. I was just like like I said, just keeping it moving, doing you know TikToks and pushing them out in each direction and coming back to the middle. And I got done with my last last flight, and Bill was there, Bill Ann, and he was like, "Dude, that was a good flight." Awesome. Man, it was a, it was a lot of fun. Even Bill being there busting my chops. Mm. I'm trying to remember uh, who else was there. Guys were coming in and out. Mostly the South uh, Jersey guys, you mm-hmm. know. Um, just, just to, it was a good day of flying, man. It was a good day. The Wasn't Riccio was there? Uh, yeah, Ron Riccio came down later, about mm-hmm. three, I think. Right with his daughters, and uh, I mean, they went on to do night flying, and yeah. uh, one of these days I'm gonna stick around for that. It's just it seems like every time I go down there, I gotta come back later in the day. <laughs> Yeah, but it's cool. I mean, I, I really have a good time down there. I'm glad Mr. Allen lets us come down and really appreciate it. And it's really not that. I mean, it's far, but it's not incredibly far. It's only like an hour and a half, maybe a little bit more. Yeah, but it, it was worth it, dude, because I had a great time, man. I had a great time with Mike D as usual. And he did his signature maneuver, which was to fly behind his head and to put it into another, you know, zip code and then get it back. And that oh, was I thought you were going to say signature move was to crash into another car. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> he flew over the it's cars. Like another car door. Right. Yeah, no, I was like, oh, no, not another Pathfinder. <laughs> no, that only happens when he doesn't continue the boot up sequence and mm. plugs in too early, I think. That's, 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 his, uh, that's his maneuver for that. Okay. But yeah, he was doing good, too, man. He was having a ball. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see the the new helicopter that he bought. I think he was still working on that. Just such a good time, dude. Had a good mm-hmm. time watching everybody fly. Devin's killing it. Of Devin course. had an issue with one of the with the oxy. I forget what what happened with that. Something happened. He lost something and autoed it down. I think it landed on its head, but it was fine. I don't even think he broke blades or anything. Nice. Yeah. That was the only issue I saw all day. Everybody else was having a great time flying, man. It was a really good day. And then awesome. did a little painting on the R2. I painted the dome. I sent you guys some pictures. Dude, that looks amazing. Yeah, it really came out good, man. I was really happy with it. I painted it black first and then did the Chrysler silver. Uh, and now I want to do a little satin coat on the top of it, but that's coming out good. And I'm trying to get the all the blue pieces for the dome all painted up and ready to go. Some of them came out good. Some of them I didn't like. So I started, I kind of sanded everything again and just, uh, doing another coat on that and getting that kind of stuff prepped. But I, I did, I got to, I got to post this on the free fall page, some pictures of that. 
And I did put together a little tiny droid. It's like the size of a deck of cards, man. Sent you guys a video of that just rolling around. That was, it's something I'll probably give it to my nephew. And, uh, things awesome. <laughs> and once, and speaking of that, once I got done with the show last week, I did some searching online and I found a guy on a YouTube channel that walks you through building a, uh, and I wanted to see how many channels it was. I think it's an eight channel receiver, uh, you know, do it yourself, six channel receiver or eight channel, eight channel radio receiver for RC. Uh-huh. And it uses an Arduino, of course, and uh, a, a radio. It's about good. For, he said outside it's about good for like 700 meters. And he flew a plane with it, which I thought was pretty cool. And it's, uh, man, all said and done, like, it's probably like maybe $16 in components. So I'm going to try putting one of those together and see if my nephews can break it, my cousins. And... uh <laughs> You don't get the programming right for tanks and all that. Mm-hmm. But it was um, been a busy weekend in the uh, in the garage. Just getting a lot of stuff primed now. Now I'm starting to work on more smaller things, uh, more of the like aesthetics, and uh, getting those primed and ready for paint. I got to get moving on it because it's only going to get colder up here. Right. So uh, that's really all I've been up to, man. It was a busy week weekend and it was had a lot of fun man I had a good good time what have you been yeah. doing steve so yeah i simmed on friday um it was good you know it's always good times yeah there's a lot of people on other than this friday dude i really think it's been helping my flying a lot because oh, yeah? I, I haven't been nice. i haven't been getting uh to that nervous point or like you know like i'm flying the globo this weekend for example and and i'm like having such a good time flying it that I'm like, oh shit, I forgot. I got to stop and check how, what the, how much fuel is left in this thing, you know? Right, right. Like, how long have I been flying? <laughs> yeah. I, I got to, I got to set a time or something at least, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm just having a good time flying it and not even paying any attention. Yeah. Which is great, man. Nice. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, let's see. So yeah, besides simming, um, I've, I've been doing a lot of flying at the house and I've been flying, Pretty much micros, little okay. things. I bought so many over the years, and you know, to f- try to fly my backyard here at the Jersey house, and I could never fly it very well. It was just too tight of a spot, and so I was like, "Hey, let me let me bust these things out." So I have I have three of them. I have a, the Nano S2, I have a Blade 130s, and then a 150s. And I was like, "Let me try these things." It's weird. The Nano S2, I can fly that now. Like before, it was so squirrely and I would bog all the time. It would just slop out of the air. Yeah. Like I could do like, you know, little half pyros and funnels and, you know, hurricanes and stuff. I could actually fly this little thing now. And, you know, because it's like, I don't know, I have like a dozen batteries and I just, I'll just constantly just charge them and fly them. Um, I'll get like 20 flights in a day with that thing, you know, between breaks and lunch or whatever you know just during the week and stuff and also at the week on the weekend um so i've been actually having a lot of fun with that and i feel like i've actually not progressed but i'm getting comfortable with certain maneuvers that i would be like eh, not so comfortable in a tight space you know because i'll i'll fly the, the blade 130 and the 150 and those actually fly like shit i don't know i thought i thought they flew better but <laughs> god i could blow the tail up by like 
pitch pumping and it's like right 90 degrees root 90 degrees root 90 degrees i'm like damn okay but even those i'll i'll take it pretty easy and kind of do like a slow 3d flight with them and yeah i can pop them inverted and do some hurricanes and funnels and just you know not really do tiktoks or anything that's like really quick and switching back and forth but i could do a good you know sport two mile 3d flights with them and um and then I crashed all of them and broke all three of those. Oh, no. So, <laughs> so I got some wrenching to do on these little things, but I'm kind of like, eh, yeah. I think I'm just going to buy the, new, um, the newer version of the MCPX2 or Brushless 2 or whatever, the newer one. I might just buy that. I'm also actually thinking about um, – I'm most likely going to pick up Anthony's Fireball. I know he's selling one. But beyond that, I think I might pick up a Logo 200 too. Um. Just trying to, you know, while I'm working from home and watching the kids and doing, you know, my work, you know, I can go out and get a dozen flights in a day in the front or backyard, depending on the, the sun. So, you know, might as well. Yeah. Some stick time. So, um, yeah. So let's see. That's kind of been it. I, I do. I'll talk about what's next uh, soon. But um, let's uh, catch up with Jamie and then kind of we can go right into the main topic. Yeah, sure. So, Jamie, what you been up to, say, the last uh, week or so? so this week, uh, I, I was able to get some flying in actually today. So, uh, originally, I was going to try nice. to fly over the weekend, but I took vacation this week so that I could um, get some work done around the house. Uh, had a oh, I thought you were going to say to come on the show. No. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bunch of backlog tasks that I've just never been able to get to. and huh? That'd be sick time, Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like every every weekend something else comes up, and uh-huh. so you have to. Uh, I just decided to take a week off since I had some time I had to burn. Sure, so nice. that worked out. Um, so I did a bunch of housework through the week. I uh, put a new roof on my shed more like an outbuilding. It's like 17 by 15 building that's shaped like a barn. Okay. So that, that took some effort. And then, uh, so last night I got a chance to, um, work on my helis. So I actually got all three of the helis I have now working and I got the fly today. I went out to the field around noon and, uh, put in 16 flights today. Ooh, wow. So that's nice. probably the single most flights I've done in a single day uh, since I've started in the, the heli portion of the hobby. Nice. Cool. So that was, it was pretty, pretty fun day. Um, so everything went well. I, I have three helicopters right now that, that fly. Mm-hmm. I have the blade two thirty S which has been rebuilt Yay. five times. Nice. <laughs> um, I have the, a Blade 300 CFX that uh-huh. uh, another person gave me out of Fun Fly. His name's Jesus. I'm going to screw okay. his name up, but uh, it's uh, Jesus Palad- Paladios. I think he was at the. Uh, like yeah, yeah Palacios. Yeah. And he gave yeah, me him. he gave me a Blade 300 that he had that was. Not operating. It didn't have a fly barless unit on it, but he said, Hey, here, you want it? If you, I said, Sure, I'll fix it. And 
uh, fly it and try to use it for flying. So um, I was able to get that going. I, I Nice. So that was pretty cool. I did a maiden on it today and got to work on more of my inverted orientations and hovering. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then I have my Align 450L that I got at a, another fun fly uh, earlier this year. Um, but that one, uh, was flying great. And I love the way it flies cause it's flies a lot bigger than the other two. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was, uh, hovering about 12 feet in the air. I'd just come down from inverted flight. I was doing an inverted nose in and I flipped it over back to, uh, mm-hmm tail in upright and swung left. And then I started to my, uh, my transmitter told me I had 30 seconds left of my six minute flight. So I typically what I do now just to try to get used to what an auto would look like is on the last 30 seconds, I'll fly up and do like, cause neither or none of my helicopters can auto uh, the 450 probably can, but it'd probably be a horrible ending. <laughs> it'd be um, tough. Yeah. So anyway, I, so what I do is I bring it down kind of in that, that attitude that you bring in on a auto. Mm-hmm. But this time, as soon as I went to go do that, uh, the ESC shut down. Oh, so <laughs> forced auto. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. from 12 feet, it all of a sudden just, it was like, uh, the heli Plop. just goes silent. Just yeah. And, and, and I'm like, Oh crap. And then I realized I had, uh, still had control authority. So I was like, okay, just keep it level. And, you know, the simulator kind of taught me some stuff with on AccuRC. If you fly the batteries out, it just shuts down. So I knew just to go to neutral pitch on the collective and keep it level. So that's what I did. It hit the ground pretty hard, but in the end, the only thing it did was, uh, I broke a uh, a servo horn, just broke mm-hmm. it because mm-hmm. they're plastic, which was good. Yeah. And then uh, it it uh, on one of the front on the uh, landing gear, one the right front um, leg cracked. Okay, the skid. So yeah, the skid, the leg to the skid cracked. Yeah. So it kind of did a bounce and then roll type deal but luckily that's all it was and then when i got home i well obviously when i got to the helicopter it smelled hot <laughs> so I, I i assumed that the uh, castle just shut down because when i got home i was able to power it up and it and it works yeah. so i don't know whether to trust that or where to go from there yeah probably fly it but be careful like you know, know that it might shut off on you again and just kind of stress test it a little. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, the Haley thought he was setting up for an auto, so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if it had waited until it was higher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. I've got uh, one of those. It's a good, little, good flying helicopter. I fly it about every week. Yeah. Okay. Nice. All right, uh, let's go into the main topic here, and let's get to know Jamie. Uh, so first of all, where are you located? Uh, I'm located in Concord, North Carolina. It's okay. about 20 miles northeast of Charlotte. All right, uh, right nice. on 
I-85. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. It's a good area today. The weather was beautiful. So Nice. Nice. All right. Uh, how long have you been in the hobby? Uh, so I started in the hobby in August of last year. So that would be 2019. Uh, I was in the Army Reserve prior to that, so I didn't have time for a hobby. Okay. So the Army Reserve was my hobby because I was in a leadership role. I did 27 years with the Army Reserve. Um, yeah. Thank you for service. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, I, thank you. I had nothing but great experiences. Well, I can't say they're all great, but I can say that the Army really taught me a lot. And um, my efforts into it were, were uh, I guess I should say, I'm I, I just proud of what we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, through my career, what my unit did, what the units I've been with did. So, awesome. uh, but anyway, uh, you know, near the end of my career there, uh, <laughs> it, it, I was spending about 10 hours a week on leadership duties for the Army Reserve and working my normal civilian job. Uh-huh. And finally decided, well, uh, it's time to retire. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want to do something kind of selfish and do, you know, do a hobby that I like because it seemed like the armies, the reserve always, anytime you wanted to do something fun, it was a drill weekend. (laughs) So you couldn't go (laughs) 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 that. And the, we stopped, I mean, usually it's supposed to be two weeks a year, but honestly, in order just to maintain readiness, the, the op tempo has really increased with the the army reserve. And I'm sure with the national guard, the same way, since 2001, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen it significantly increase. I think the last eight, I, I hadn't had but one year where we had an AT that was two weeks. The rest of them were four, four weeks or three weeks. Wow. And that's just, that's just, you know, based on what our, our unit did. And, and, you know, we're an engineer, we were an engineer company. So, okay. They're in very high in demand in the army and there's, you know, everybody wants to, to train with us. And, you know, the, the, the armor units need engineers to, you know, dig giant foxholes for, and they're not really called foxholes, but they're called, uh, fighting positions for tanks. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're the mobility and the counter mobility for the, for the army. So, okay. But anyway, I, I retired from that. I, I I found out about – I started doing research right before I retired because I, I had a plan. I was going to get into RC flying. Uh, I've always loved aviation. Um, in fact, going back in my history, I, I've always – Nothing can fly by that I don't look up <laughs> to see it go by. Right. And usually if it's a civilian aircraft, I can identify it. I can also identify most military aircraft. So, <laughs> But mm-hmm. uh, I've always loved aviation. In fact, I, I learned to – I, I was a student pilot for three years back in the mid-2000s. Um, I flew uh, single-engine aircraft it was a i learned to fly on a cherokee 140 and uh i was flying once a month with my uh flight instructor and i had 92 hours 
of flight time. And I was actually working on my private pilot and that was between deployments. Uh, but what happened was I, I was deployed right, right when I was getting ready to, to try to do my check ride and my mm-hmm. oral exam and all that. So long story short, I deployed to Iraq my job, my civilian job went away because I was a district manager at the time for Blockbuster Video, and we all mm. know where that went. <laughs> yeah. So I come back home to no job, and so that meant no <laughs> no flying. So I had to uh, you know, find a new job. That took eight months, and then I worked for AutoZone for a year, and then at the same time I was applying – because I was trying to change careers because I had worked retail for 18 years. Okay. And I was trying to get into something more in line with what I do in the Army. So uh, we were a horizontal construction engineer. I started out my career in the Army as a combat engineer. We did we did route clearance and uh, minefields, uh, you know, uh, minefield sweeping, uh, that kind of thing. So cool. we changed – <laughs> that was in Afghanistan. When we got back from Afghanistan, my unit was uh, reassigned from a combat engineer company to a horizontal engineer company. And what that means is we do road work and we do, like I was talking about earlier, we do uh, anything that has to do with mobility, counter mobility. Um, you know, we had heavy equipment and dozers hydraulic excavators, uh, backhoes, MRAPs, which are those mine-resistant mm. ambush-protected vehicles, uh, th- those kind of things. Um, so anything that had to do with with uh, keeping a company secure or keeping a unit secure or anything like that, that's, that's what we did. Oh, cool. So anyway, I applied for a bunch of jobs that were in line with what I did in the Army Reserve. Yeah. And one of the jobs I had applied for was with the state of North Carolina Department of Transportation Mm. and Road Maintenance. So back in 2011, I I, I interviewed for this position, or actually a position two levels lower than I am now. And uh, they accepted me and, and brought me on with the state. And so I've been working with them. And like I said, I, I'm, a, I'm now a transportation supervisor, which is for road maintenance. It means I, I supervise about 20, 20 guys. I have five crews that uh, do road maintenance operations for awesome. the state of North Carolina. Nice. Wow. Got salt. <laughs> yeah, got plenty of it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we have 144 tons in our salt shed right now. So yeah, wow, we, a lot of salt. <laughs> yeah, we we do all that. I have two tow plows. Uh, we maintain a 22 mile section of I-85 right through the center here, right through Rowan County, which is four lanes in both directions. So. So yeah, those guys are heroes. It's a lot of snowing. <laughs> yeah. So, yep, that's that's what we do. We do all that. We respond to trees down. We respond to flooding. We respond to large vehicle accidents. Okay. So, job keeps me busy, and I enjoy oh, sure. it. 
So, right. but anyway, I retired from yeah. the Army Reserve. Yeah. I was able to have extra time, time to uh, do a hobby that's, uh, that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And so I figured, okay, I'll get into RC flying. And, and what, I'd, what I'd done was I'd gone online and I, I was researching you know, RC aircraft. And I saw the, the flight test people. Yep, and, right. And all the work they were doing, all the cool planes that you could just fold up and you know make yeah. out of make out of styrofoam, styrofoam shooting. I was like, heck, I can do that. That'll be fun. So uh, I retired. I, I went and bought my first RC stuff back in August of last year. I, I bought the Spectrum DX6, and I bought uh, well, I bought the kit for the ft explorer the flight test explorer mm-hmm. which you know is like a pusher prop yeah high wing plane so i figured that'd yeah. be a good way to start because yeah. you could do three channel and then you could go four channel later on yep belly so, lander you don't have to worry about breaking props yes, and stuff. Yeah. yeah you just slide on the nose mm-hmm. so i i got i i did some research i found a club close by to my house in mount pleasant north carolina and uh those guys were were very helpful. Uh, I just showed up one day with this, you know, brown paper bag. <laughs> right. Didn't have anything on it. Just <laughs> I said I want to learn to fly, and they're like, "Okay." So nice. Nice. So um, it, it's been fun. So you know, I went through the FT Explorer, and then I was the I think I I was a month in, and I went to I did three channel for like two weeks, and then I went to four channel. Had a good time with that, and then I'm sitting there doing loops with the FD Explorer, and then they rip the wings right off it, <laughs> and just watched it slowly float to the ground. It was amazing. It didn't break anything. I mean, it broke the whole frame of the, the plane, but it didn't break anything important. Yeah. The electronics or what? Right. What was important? So then I took the electronics and I, I made the FT Simple Scout. Okay. And man, that was a fun little plane. I you know you could do barrel you could just barrel roll it all the time and. So, you know, I learned to do inverted flight on that plane and had a uh-huh. good time. And then, uh, I, you know, the FT Edge, they, I don't know if you've, I'm sure you've seen that. Yeah. But, uh, so I built yeah. that and I, I painted that thing. I painted it red and I had yellow wings with, you know, the three black stripes on each wing on the bottom side so you could see it. Mm-hmm. And I had a blast with that plane because it could roll so fast. Yeah. Um, so I went through that plane. Uh, I'm, I must have crashed that thing at least 20 times before it finally died. And then I went to. Uh, they had a small. They had a small, uh, like a, a swap meet, but it wasn't a, a big swap meet. It was like a tailgate swap meet in Winston Salem. And uh, I I bought a, uh, a E Flight Pulse XT15 for like three bucks and the guy said it came out of a tree <laughs> so, oh, <geez>. oh boy <laughs> and i flew that thing i flew that thing all the way until last month when it finally died wow uh, it was a great little plane because you could just i mean it would do these big air you know this big long sweeping loops and rolls and it would knife edge pretty good uh, i had a i had a blast with that one uh, then I went to another uh, swap meet, and it was another little one of those little club uh, trunk 
I forget what they call them, like a trunk swap meet. Uh-huh. And I bought a E-Flight Mini Ultra Stick. Okay. It's like a little, it's a little, old, little stick, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've been flying that one uh, ever since then. It's still in my hangar. That's a that's a fun flyer right there. Nice. And then I bought one of those uh, E-Flight Leader 480s used. I don't know if you've seen this, like a a sport plane, but it's it's not very big. You know, I don't I haven't got anything very big yet. So that one's a good plane to do, you know, sport flying with too. And I had a good time with that. Um, and then I have some some planes that I got interested in building, but I haven't finished yet. And I have a there's a Carl Goldberg Eagle two that I've been building nice. just to get just to learn balsa, just to learn mm-hmm. how to build a balsa plane. Uh, so I've been having a good time building that, but I haven't finished it yet. So this was all between <laughs> August and like December <laughs> wow. <was> last year. <laughs> so I got, I, yeah, I got pretty hard into the hobby, but it wasn't, it didn't cost much just because of all that flight test stuff. Like the only, you know, I, I paid for the one model and then the rest of them I printed and cut them out, you know? Yeah. So that was a good time. And then the other planes I got used to, it worked out really well. But so in December of last year, I started, I, I'd never been a guy to listen to podcasts. Uh, I, I just listened to books on audio because uh, okay. I do a lot of driving with my job and listening to the radio and hearing the same song, like yeah, same eight <laughs> songs over and over again. Oh. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I cannot do this. Yeah. So I started listening to books on audio and then I kind of, the only problem with books on audio is that you have to really be into the story and, and it takes a long time. Yeah. You got to pay attention. Yeah. Mm. So, so I had gotten a new uh, phone in December, a, a new Pixel 4. And so I, it had a, a podcast app on it. So I was like, oh, I'll just check this out and try this instead. So I, I started listening to, I was like, well, what am I interested in? Well, obviously RC because I just mm-hmm. got into RC. So I started just listening or searching for podcasts to listen to. And, you know, the first one that comes up is you guys. So, so I was like, I'll try nice. this. I'll try, I'll try the Freefall RC podcast. What's this about? So I started listening to you guys. And, man, I and this was also around the time with Remote ID was mm-hmm. real big. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. that, you, know, you know, I made sure I went on and did my, my statement and all that stuff, the letter to the, to the FAA. But, uh, you know, so I was listening to that. It's really, you know, I knew what that was. And I knew what was going on with that. But you guys kept talking about helis, and I was like, "What are these new terms? Like, you know, <laughs> Pyro flip, hurricane, skid bump." I'm like, "What's a tail slide?" <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so I was like, "Man, oh, this yeah. sounds crazy." So anyway, I kept listening, and, and the more I listened, the more I was like, "Man, I really, I really want to try that." I started listening, like I said, to you guys, and then you know how at the end of each show, you guys list yeah. off. The other are podcasts. So mm-hmm. th- that got me listening to the other podcasts. The biggest one that, that I started getting into at that time, at the same time I was listening to you guys, was the RCHN 
Oh, yeah, big time. And I just started at the beginning mm-hmm. and just started listening to them. And the more I listened, the more I learned. I was like, oh, yeah. my goodness. So between you guys and them, you know, you're like, okay, how do you get into the hobby? Well, get a sim. I'm like, okay. So I heard AccuRC was good. We had, you know, my kids have uh, Steam. You know, mm-hmm. we play Kerbal Space yes. and you know, all that. So I, I got the AccuRC and, you know, the first got on there and, you know, I got the, the little dongle for my uh, transmitter mm-hmm. and just started to learn from there. And the first time I was like, this can't be this hard. Uh, <laughs> the more I tried it, the worse, right? the worse I felt. I was like, oh my gosh, this, this is so hard. <laughs> so yeah, it's, like, it's like trying to eat a bowl of spaghetti while you're rubbing your belly and patting your head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm sitting there trying to work on this sim and like, this was in March. And, uh, so I simmed for a good solid month before one day it clicked. One day I could actually hover and could actually move in a circle. (laughs) So I was so excited. (laughs) Wow. I could fly in a circle. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, baby steps, right? Baby steps. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I enjoyed that. So on May 22nd, I purchased my first helicopter, which is the Blade 230S. I've got to say it's the right price point because, you know, it doesn't seem too bad to, to get a heli that you're going to crash a lot for 200 bucks. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so I started with that. I went to, I actually wrote you guys. Uh, that weekend because I was so excited about it because I, you know, I went out and I flew it and my first flights were okay. Uh, I'll never forget. I, you know, we got out there and my two sons came with me and they're Mm -hmm. sitting in the bed of the truck and we're on my, at the RC field and, and I get it up and I'm hovering, I'm feeling good about myself and I'm like, okay, I can do a, I can do a circuit. I get it going in a circuit (laughs) And I lose orientation, and it comes Uh-oh. straight back at us. And I hit, I hit the rescue, and uh-huh. it just, it just went right over my head and stopped right over my sons. <laughs> They're just like, Uh-oh. "What are you doing?" Oh, <laughs> You're like, "I got this! I got this!" <laughs> I said, "I got it! I got it!" I like, okay. <laughs> so that was my first experience with uh, flying past the flight line because I'd never done that in a plane. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Oh, I felt so bad." <laughs> It's like, so a learning experience there. So yeah, we've all done it before. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, I think a week or two later I was on the sim night with Andy and I was like, Hey, you know, I just, you know, he was talking to me cause he's like, Oh yeah, you're the guy that wrote us, blah, blah, blah. And I remember when you read it online. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that was awesome, too. I was like, wow, this is so, so much fun. But anyway, uh, Andy's like, you know, you're in the heli mecca. And I'm like, really? Yeah. He's like, yeah, you, you got to meet this guy named Scott Graham. He said, I'm going to put you in touch with him, and you can go meet those those dudes. And I'm like, okay. So sure enough, Saturday, so that was Friday night. Saturday, he says, you know, he sends me a text and says, or I was actually, I think it was a Facebook, whatever. 
Anyway, so he sends me a text, say, I got you in touch with Scott. And then Scott sends me a text on Sunday morning. And that day I was helping my son with his car, uh, do some upgrades to his car. And so Scott's like, yeah, I'm here with uh, Kevin McGrady. And uh, you guys can come on down. You you can come on down and meet us later today if you'd like. And I'm like, sure. So as soon as I, we got done, and I know who Kevin McGrady was at the time because, you know, they used those uh, code names Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) on their show. (laughs) (laughs) So I get there and I figure out who he was just by his voice. It was, oh, you're a guy. Okay. You're the guy from the Hellions podcast. They're like, oh, yeah. I was like, okay. So, but anyway, the first guy, so I go down there to fly with them at Charlotte Air Modelers. And the first guy I run into is Eric Shue. Okay. And, and I drive up and he's like, hey, man, how are you doing? Welcome. And I'm like, um, I said, I'm here to check out helicopter flying. And he's like, oh, okay, well, come with me. <laughs> so, uh, so he, you know, he, he, he was very helpful with helping me meet him. Um, Kevin McRady, Ben Connor, a guy named Joshua. I forgot his last name. Sorry. Uh, Michael Lawrence, Zach Waddell. Uh, all those guys were there at that time on that Sunday afternoon. And, you know, so we're sitting there talking and also, and then, um, this is before I'd ever actually seen a 700 size helicopter. (laughs) Okay. So I'm standing there and, and Scott goes out with his 700 and, and he just throws (laughs) down and I was like, what? This is awesome. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I felt like a kid, you know, I was like, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, you know, I was hooked. I was hooked then. And then Eric, um, he's like, why don't you get your, you got a heli? I'm like, uh, yeah, it's a blade two thirty S. He's like, we don't care. Just get it. Come on out here. <laughs> so, yeah. Fly it. So That's I flew awesome. with those guys a little bit, you know, all I was doing was hovering and they're like, Oh, you're doing really good. And I, you know how it is there they're being really helpful and it was really cool how I was really amazed at how welcoming Mm. the people are in the heli side of the hobby, because in the plane side, I didn't find them as welcoming just, Mm. just for experience. But, uh, the guys in my field are pretty good, but I, you know, tried to, I tried to link up with some other guys before and and didn't seem to as welcoming, but anyway, so these guys were really welcoming. I had a good time. Eric Shue then says, hey, why don't you buddy box with Scott Graham <laughs> oh, on, right my, off the bat. on my 570? And I'm like, uh, no. And he's like, don't worry about it. He says, I've got enough parts to replace this thing. And he says, nothing's going to happen. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> so... So that's the first time I'd seen a, a V bar. First time I, it was kind of interesting, and that was the first time I flew a 570. Uh, even if it was just hovering around and moving around, it, it still had a good time with it. So, yeah. and, and it just the whole experience just made me feel really good. That's awesome! That's awesome. What a great mm-hmm. story. Yeah, so they they did a really good job. It's a great story gotcha. because, because <laughs> yeah. uh, you know those guys. Just they, you know, they didn't hear the show, and it wasn't like, oh, he's coming down to the field, and they didn't put a big production on or anything. It was just that's a normal day for them. 
you yes. know, welcoming Crazy. you down there like that. That's awesome, man. That's so like cool. meeting. That's like meeting Cinderella in a titty bar or something. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, George. I love it. <laughs> uh, I did tell Scott they had to be nice to you. Oh, did you? Me. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we're yeah, going to fuck I, with him now. You <laughs> So they were good. Uh, so the next thing that came up was the dragonfly. Mm. And I was excited because these guys told me about it. Scott and those guys, uh, Eric, he says, Are you going to dragonfly? I'm like, what's dragonfly? They're like, you got to go. And I'm like, okay, I'll go to dragonfly. So I scheduled off work that Friday because what I wanted to do, I wanted to go up and stay the whole time. So mm, yeah. you know, I took a tent. I took you know, some food and I took my one helicopter. (laughs) (laughs) So, and and I went up and so I got there early on the Friday morning and the first two people I meet are Jay Treadway and a guy named John that I forgot his last name. John Allen. John Allen. That's him. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> they just they just got their paws on me and they're like, "Come hang with us." And I'm like, oh, "Okay," because so, <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, I'm the new guy. <laughs> I just came out to see what this is all about." They're like, "You're hanging oh, with really? us." Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that weekend, I met Tom Shin, Rodney mm-hmm. Clay, Cliff Lewis, right. DJ Modesto. Yeah. Um, and then I met a bunch of other guys that like were local. The whole crew. Nice. Yeah. So I met a bunch of local guys around here, Craig Carter, James Robert, Brandon. Well, Brandon Cooper was up there, uh, Thomas Brady, and a guy named John Titus, and another guy that I met named Raymond Ellsworth, who I've made pretty good friends with since that fun fly. And, man, I tell you, what a great, uh, like I said, just meeting all these people local and finding out that you're in the kind of like the RC Heli Mecca area was, was pretty cool. Um, so we had a good time at Dragonfly, and then I went to that um, to the Race City Rotor Fest in August. Awesome! And there, I just had a really good time. I met that's where I met Jesus uh, mm-hmm. Palacios. I met a guy named Jimmy Tate who was really good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, Ray Bacon and a guy named Bud Strader uh, all helped me while I was mm. there. Just nice. with not Ray Bacon. Things. Yeah. <laughs> Raise a good so guy. it yeah. was fun to meet. Like I said, it's really fun to meet these guys in the hobby, especially at these mm-hmm. flies. So the, the next part, the next thing that came up was the uh, Queen City Heli Throwdown. And there I had to make a decision. I had to decide between that or the Mowdown. And since mm. I didn't really, since I knew these guys mm-hmm. and I wanted to support, you know, Scott Graham's fun fly. I decided to go to Queen City, and I did. I knew I couldn't do both because I just had too much to do, and uh, I was already spending a lot of my hobby points with my wife. Uh, sure. So <laughs> they're important. Mm-hmm. So got to build them back up now. So. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so I went to the Queen City Heli Throwdown. And man, we saw Burt Cameron was there. Kyle Stacy yeah. was there. Uh, who else did I get to see fly? A kid named Andrew. I forgot his last name. Marlino. Marlino. Yes. Yeah, that's him. Oh, Andrew Marlino. Yeah. Man, just amazing. Anger management. <laughs> <Just> amazing. Mm. <laughs> 
I mean, it's me and, and me. Like I said, the whole the whole time, it's just like every time, it's like what? Wow! <laughs> <laughs> and Jamie, you know what gets more amazing though, as you learn uh-huh. the maneuvers and you get better, you come yeah. to appreciate what they're doing that much more. It's, yeah, you understand oh, yeah. that. Oh, That's what never amazes me. I was going to bring that up because at first, when you like, when I go, when I look back, I go to when I went to the Dragonfly. All I saw was a ball of a ball of uh, blades and fuselage and tail boom going everywhere. Yeah, you know, in my mind, that's all I could see. I was like, oh, I can't even comprehend what's happening here. Uh, and and then it just kind of slows down to the point where you understand what's going on, but you're like. How huh? do they do that? Yeah. <laughs> right. Huh? Well, how do you, what kind of stick maneuver? And that, you know, and so I walk my dog every day, uh, you know, in the morning and the evening. And I listen to podcasts while I walk because I have a little, you know, Bluetooth speaker that I carry. Okay. So, and I kind of, <laughs> I carry the Bluetooth speaker and I sit there and I, and I just try to work through how people are doing those maneuvers <laughs> by playing with the speaker as like as if it was the you know the the fuselage of the helicopter. <laughs> and I was just doing that this morning, and I had to laugh at myself because I I never really thought about the fact that I was doing it until uh, today, and I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> so I do it with my hand all the time. Like, how did I was doing that one time as I was driving and my wife was watching me and she goes, are you gay? <laughs> and I said, no, I'm trying to figure out. How I was like, I was you, good. you, if anybody should know if I'm not I'm gay or not, I told her. <laughs> she cracks me up. Sometimes she comes out of the blue with stuff. Hey, they say the wife's the last to know. <laughs> That's true, true, right? I was going to yeah, ask so, his neighbor uh, weird looks. Yeah. <laughs> but each one of these events, I, I hung out with those those guys from the RCHO. Yeah. You know, with Jay and Tom and Rodney and Cliff and DJ. And th- those are, man, those guys are so welcoming and so helpful. And like, yeah. uh, you know, like. As soon as I showed up at Queen City, Jay's like, you got to stay with us. And he's like helping me put up my uh, pop-up. And he's like, you know what? We're just going to make a pop-up village here. And, you know, he's running lights through mine, sharing his lights with me. And I, I just thought that was so cool. Yeah, man. That's People. awesome. Yeah, definitely. And it's great to hear from from you, like I was saying, Jamie, you know, like a new guy coming in and, you know, your, your experience firsthand. It's great to hear that. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, I, it, I'm not a very, uh, you know, typically I'm not a very outgoing person. But these these fun flies, when when I, you know, I think I must have asked so many questions and everybody was still just super helpful. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I'm just the guy hovering down at a dragonfly. I was down in the corner hovering my blade 230, but I'm still, you know, and I was like, you know, who are you? And what do you fly and, and how did you decide to fly that? And yeah. so, and they're all just very, you know, very helpful and very willing to share and talk about it. And, yep. and, and, and just the thing that got me was, you know, I'll be out there hovering and I'll come back and they're like, you know what? And people come and say, good job. You're doing a good job. Keep it up. And I just thought that was amazing because it does really help encourage you 
to 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 progress. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I they mean, love we, talking yeah. about it too. You know, everybody loves talking oh, yeah. about what they got and what why they fly it and mm-hmm. you know. Well they love sharing and, and love that's sharing. the thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well deep down to it. Yeah. Sharing a hobby, you know, answering all the questions because yeah. You know, this is this is our hobby. We we need we want more people to enjoy with us, you know. Do you fly planes anymore, or does it seem like I just do. helicopters? I okay. do. I, I today is the first day I went flying with mm-hmm. the express purpose of only flying helicopters, other than a fun. Nice. And it's funny because I said I stayed up till three last night getting those helis mm-hmm. running because I had to wait for part. Well, basically, I crashed. I crashed the uh, Blade 230 hard at the end of the uh, Queen City Heli throwdown. Okay. I I drove. Well, what happened was I I was flying. It was dark. It was getting dark. It was in that very time where you're like, shy. I was flying. I was having a good time. I was inverted. And I was like, okay, I'm working on this. I'm like, you know what? I'm really wondering which way that thing's facing now. (laughs) Oh crap. I lost it. Bam. It drove the tail. It drove the tail. uh, Boom. Right, right up through the, the main, through the main, through the main gear. It cut the wires off and it broke the tail boom in half all in one, all in one crash. And that was all, though. So mm-hmm. nothing was wrong. So, you know, only thing I had to do was order a new tail boom, mm-hmm. uh, order some wire so I could resolder the, you know, I ordered some wire and some uh, bullets so I could resolder the wire back, wires back together because it broke all three of them and right, it just cut them off. <laughs> so I had to wait because I didn't have the little 22 AWG wire on hand here. Yeah. So I had to order that and I had to order another. Uh, I didn't have to order another main gear. I actually had another one of those, but uh, it was mainly waiting on the wire and the tail boom because I didn't have another tail boom on hand. And then that same fun fly is the one that uh, Jesus gave me the Blade 300. Mm-hmm. And that, that helicopter didn't have a fly barless unit. And the next day, <sighs> Horizon Hobby put their AR-7210 BX is on sale for $110. And I was like, and I just had a 10% coupon from the fun fly. So I got it for 99 bucks and I was like, Oh yeah, this is, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I felt like, Oh, this is just working out great. So I ordered that and I apparently got in in time because it came four days later. And then I was waiting on a, uh, I forget the, the drive hub for the uh, main gear was what was missing from the helicopter. So yeah. I had to order, I had to order one of those on eBay and it finally came last weekend. So, you know, I put that thing together last night and got it up and running and did all the programming and, you know, setting, setting the swash and, and getting everything set up with it. And I resoldered my blade two thirty back together and my align was, was fine. So I decided today I was going to go fly and, with the express purpose of only flying helis. So I took three helis to the field and really had a good day. The only thing that would have made it better is if any of my heli friends would have been able to, to come, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> but you know, taking a day, a vacation day during the week, you know, it's kind of hard to find sure. anybody who who's out there. So 
You did more than 48 hours than some people I know have <laughs> in the last couple of years. Not mentioning any names or anything, but. <laughs> Who are you talking about? <laughs> you could have said 48 days, George. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's built two and a half helicopters and flew and uh, and crashed one. <laughs> yeah, sixteen sixteen flights on three helicopters. That's uh, that's more than I've done in the last three months. I don't yeah. think I have sixteen flights this year. <laughs> oh man! For I me, mean, I think I'm just trying to make up for getting into the hobby so late. That's you the know? way I was. I went for like three and a half years and flew every day. Yeah, like, like yeah I remember you person. saying that. <laughs> I don't think I could do that. I really don't. <laughs> so. I couldn't again. I think that's something, yeah, I probably wouldn't do now, but uh, if I lived in an area where I could all year and it wasn't going to be like minus 10 degrees uh, for Maybe a week then or if something. you had like a field just like right outside, you know, that you could fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess you could run out. <laughs> Get a flight yeah, and take run a back. Yeah, you know, Craig did it every every day for a year with the helicopter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so I do. I I do enjoy flying the planes, but honestly, and unless I'm able to get into like the three D flying, you know, just normal flying, you do honestly get a little bored with it. And I found myself it was hard to admit it until I got into the helis because. Cause there's just so much to learn. Right. It's like, and when I'm flying the plane, it, it actually, Heli's made me a better plane pilot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Every because time. yeah, like we all say, we learn to use the rudder. It's like, Oh, is that what that's for? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's amazing. Yeah. So. It's amazing what you can do when you use all the control surfaces, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so you did kind of mention that you know you sim right? So I do. Yeah. So you sim your choice was was accurate. It's the only one I have right now. Mm-hmm. Um, because it does so well with the helis, it doesn't do very well with the planes. There's supposed to be an update coming, but yeah, I still haven't still yeah. haven't seen. Um, but I've been trying. Uh, typically, I'll try to get 20 minutes a day. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, someday I will hit every day, but I do try to, I mean, I make an effort to do 20 minutes and it really does help. Uh, just, uh, even though muscle memory with my smaller helicopters, it's not directly, uh, things yeah. happen a lot faster <laughs> in real life than they do on the sim. <laughs> and yeah. I try to fly the small ones on the sim, but they get so small, you can't even see them half the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so you kind of have to fly the bigger ones, which is good because you, on the sim, you know when you flip it over, it's a lot easier to keep it from falling. And then you get out there with a the blade two thirty and you flip it over and it drops like ten feet before you catch it. Yeah. Uh, but then on my align, I flip it over and I'm actually able to keep it at the same height. So, nice. I guess it's just a different different thing for different helicopters. Maybe I just with their power. Yeah. And their power. Ability. The feel of yeah mm-hmm. of their rates Ditch. and stuff yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, like I said, just just slowly slowly picking away at it. Uh, I said uh, 
trying different things on the sim that obviously I can't even think about doing in real life yet, you know. So I'm curious. Where, so where are you at with your flying? Like you, you've you've done an orientation, like so you know your upright orientation. You say you're working so on upright, your upright. So mm-hmm. upright, I'm completely comfortable. Okay. I don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, inverted. I've got to where I don't think about it on the sim, but I mind fuck myself on the <laughs> sure. in the real in life. life. Mm-hmm. So, like today, I, I I was getting more and more comfortable where I was, you know, just keep working on it, flip it over, you know, do a backflip, do some nose in, roll it back around, then do some tail in inverted, roll it around, then do some side in. So, uh. I was trying to get comfortable with rolling in and out of that from different orientations or different angles. Right. Perspectives. Yeah. So I, f- I feel pretty comfortable with that. I'm not comfortable enough to bring it down low. I'm still, you know, a good two mistakes. high mm-hmm. on the real life. And then in the sim, of course, you're right off the ground because it, you can see it better. Yeah. That's the only way you can see it. At <laughs> <Yeah>. all. <laughs> <laughs> but even then that kind of messes you up because you're looking at it at an extreme angle. Mm-hmm. In real life, where the sim, you're looking at it about just above eye level or right. at eye level. So that that's things you just have to take into account. Mm-hmm. Um, and I true. do notice that the bigger helicopter is easier to to really nail it when you flip over. And yeah. I have to do a lot of corrections on the smaller ones because you just can't see the orientation as easily. Right. That and it's just the smalls are just so much faster in like actual rates that like mm-hmm. it flipped over before you even notice you're like oh too much and you gotta kind of correct and go back and right you know make adjustments yeah um so i know you, you spoke about your fleet um you know what about like what else do you use for like supporting equipment like i think you said you use spectrum right for your radio yeah i have a spectrum dx6 mm-hmm. generation three Okay. So it's, you know, it's what I have now and, and I'll try to ride that as long as I can before I have mm-hmm. to, because I'd really like to save up and get a bigger bird before I move radio yeah. systems. Yeah. Try to, try to you know, do a 520 or a 550 size uh, XL power. Mm-hmm. I kind of, kind of fell in love with those with uh, Jimmy Tate because he's flying those and he he got me to buddy box with Scott on his yeah. 520, <laughs> and that's another funny story. So, oh yeah, uh, I, that was at the end of the Race City Rotor Fest. It was Sunday, and and Jimmy's like, "Yeah, you need to fly. You need to try it out." And I'm like, uh, "Okay." And he so he talked to Scott Graham. Scott Graham, yeah, I said, "I'll I'll I'll buddy box you." And I was like, "Okay." And so I was like is it okay if we fly inverted just because I want to see the difference? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, no problem. I'm like, okay, just want to make sure. Um, so again, we're on a V bar, so I'm not used to the V bar uh, control or feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, 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 the spectrum radio is really, you know, stiff on center. You know what I'm saying? On the center of the sticks. Mm-hmm. Like you have to push it pretty hard to, to you know, to move the rudder or, or move out of center on the cyclic. So I wasn't used to the V-bar feel because the, the V-bar radio that 
that I, that we were using. And I didn't realize it at first until, <laughs> so we get up and we flip over and I'm doing an inverted nose in hover and everything's fine. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So at the fun fly, I'd gotten used to doing like, you know, a loop. So I go up for a loop and then, you know, kind of put in negative on the top and hold it on the top and then just slowly mm-hmm. let it roll back down. So okay. I was going to do this on this XL520. And so I turn right, I, I go up to do the the power, you know, kind of power it up. I put in collective and then inadvertently I was putting in left rudder and not realizing it while I was pulling back. And so what happened was I ended up with this nose in inverted. And at the time I was like, and I just told Scott, don't got it. Don't got it. I had, don't have it. <laughs> He's like, I got it. I got it. He's like, He's like, who are you just trying to test me? He's like, you put me a nose in, inverted, folly. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I felt so bad that I put him in that situation. So but he was pretty cool about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I noticed that Jamie, when I first got mine and I know that some guys like to have the gimbal's really loose and some guys like to have it tight yeah. like the spectrum. I like to have mine tightened up. So I don't do that kind of thing with the rudder inadvertently. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, it might be something I'd get used to over time, but sure. just to on all those. Exactly. Yeah. But again, I just wasn't used to it because I'd been flying my, you know, oh, yeah. two helicopters all weekend with my, you know, uh, spectrum. So I, I just right. wasn't wasn't yeah. used to that. Yeah. So it was kind of an embarrassing moment at the same time because I felt <laughs> bad putting him in that situation when he's willing to buddy box me. And, yeah. But he was really cool about it. But I just I did feel bad. Luckily, yeah, nothing was, happened, but he had to really do a good job to save it. So. Yeah, no need for feeling bad. I mean, that's what the that's what it's for, right? Like you buddy box because you, you know if you do lose it or get in that weird orientation, someone's gonna be able to help you. So, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, don't feel any bad uh, badness about it at all. But no matter what, I was really impressed with that helicopter. So. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good heli. It's they crash well. It's cheap, you know. Sorry, you're saying something, Andy? I cut you off. Oh, uh, I was just saying that's a good size. A 520 is like mm. a really good size to move up to practice. Yes. With. Yeah. And that, that's what I'm finding out, you know, just talking to different people and, and just asking about and looking at, you know, parts availability, crash cost, uh, that kind of thing. Right. So I figure I'll save up through the winter and hopefully, you know, next year sometime be able to pick one up. Nice. I think it's a fun size, man. So I, I mean, I used to look at those as big and, you know, menacing. <laughs> right. At one point, but now I'm like, it's a fun size. It really is. Yeah, because it's 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 big enough that it has that big heli feel, but it's still quick and still like agile. You know, like my Goblin 500 was. It, it costs awesome. a lot less to crash than mm. seven. Oh yeah. And that's important to me because I know I've got a lot of crashes ahead of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one's going to dispute that. <laughs> There's a lot of crashes in front of all of us. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. But especially um, like a learning, a guy learning like me, who's, mm-hmm. you know, on the sim, it's, it seems, it seems so hard still to like trying to do a hurricane. I still kind of the sim can't hold it through, through the whole 
Yeah. Even a nose forward level, which I don't even know if you call it nothing but a tight turn, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know it'll eventually come, but. You won't catch me doing anything like that. <laughs> well, and that's what The Sims for, to keep doing that and so you don't yeah. crash in real life. Or you try not to. Get that muscle memory so you're able to correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I, I just fly around and shoot at stuff in my imagination. That's why all my helicopters have weapons. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Imagine your imagination, George. Your entire property around there is full of craters and <laughs> <laughs> right. He's got he, he's got some guys hiding out in the jungle. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I see Charlie over there. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, I do have a bunker. Concertina <laughs> wire everywhere. Get Jamie over there to uh dig you out some uh what'd you call them? Fighting, fighting pos- position, vehicle fighting positions. Oh yeah, like a parking place for a paladin. Hull <laughs> right. defilade and turret defilated positions. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I, I, I've got a little. Well, off topic. We'll we'll talk about that offline. Can't give away everything. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I can't get over. You just. I mean, you just stepped into like the Garden of Eden of. Helico- 3D helicopter learning. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I know. Uh, it's just amazing. Uh, you know, hopefully, you know, I'll get to, to learn from these guys in the future some more. Oh, yeah. um, I'm sure. and right now, I'm just trying to, to enjoy the ride and trying to not go too fast, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to try to, you know, get yeah, the steps yourself. down that I need to do, get the, get my orientation solid. Um, that's my my biggest thing right now is trying to get to the point where, and I can see it on the sim, honestly. I mean, I'm getting to the point where, you know, I'll do this thing where I'll just kind of look away from the screen and then mess the controls randomly and then look back real quick and try to figure out, you know, what orientation I'm in and recover. Mm, right. Cool. So, and it's working. And hopefully, you know, if I keep doing that, I'll be able to to bring that into real life to where, because you know how it is. There's always that few moments in a flight where you're like, I know which way it's supposed to be, but it really looks like this. <laughs> so, and just uh-huh. trying to, you know, keep in your head, okay, it's most likely where it's supposed to be. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. There's been a few maneuvers I've learned where I know my thumbs are doing the right thing, but my brain is like, what is going on? For like the <laughs> first like thousand times I've done it, you know? Right. Sometimes it's like, yeah, that was that was definitely how it was for a few maneuvers. Yeah, me too. You didn't realize, you didn't know what you were seeing. <laughs> Your brain couldn't put it all together. Now, aren't you glad you found the podcast, Jamie? You'd still be stuck over there with those plankers. Maybe I would. Of, well, now <laughs> it wasn't really a stall turn. That was more of a. <laughs> that was yeah, more that, of that a was, elevator yeah, loop, looping yeah, stall turn. I don't really you. know what that was. Just, criticize you because you weren't smooth enough probably. yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> i do the biggest thing about my the field i belong to is i don't have any heli guys there yet i'm trying to get you know trying to kind of reach out and hopefully you know attract some heli guys to my field a little bit um you know and still go visit the other guys at their field because you know, it's, it's it's a lot of fun it's just the convenience of my the field I'm at. I don't want to give up. 
Um, you know, it's out in the country. It's only 11 miles from my house. Um, it just, it works really well for, you know, I, I can make it out there on an afternoon after work when we have enough sunlight. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, that's big. <laughs> and, and they have power at the field, which is awesome. Wow. That is so, awesome. Nice. And that's, you know, that's the only way I could have got 16 flights in today. Cause if we didn't have power there, I'd be like, <laughs> okay, yeah. I used up all my batteries. I got to go home. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice mm-hmm. man, cool. Uh, Did he say what he uses to charge? What his support equipment was like in that respect? Oh, I don't even know the name. I don't have anything fancy yet as far as chargers go. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those ISDT okay. yeah, dual charge. Yeah. Those are good. It's yeah, just a little good. little dual charge. I think it's only like I don't even know the wattage. I think it's only like a hundred watts or something like that. But it doesn't. You know, it's just. What you get when you first get in the hobby, you know, so, yeah. uh-huh. but it, it works fine for what I've got so far. But, you know, if I ever, you know, when I move up into the next alley, I'm no, I'm going to have to up the charge capability, uh-huh. which is another thing that I have to consider when I'm saving up for the helicopter, the, you know, the, the support of the, the charger. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be charging, yep. you know, 5,000 success packs. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, did you did you say what fibros you know you put in that 300 CFX? Uh, so it's a AR seventy two ten. Okay, BSX, yeah, BSX. So that's that's the only thing I know so far because the Align okay. that I that I got from that Funfly came with one. Uh, Actually, okay. he took it off another helicopter and said, "Here, you know, here's your deal." <laughs> here's, <laughs> okay. So you know, I had to put it on, figure it out, and it was mm-hmm. it, that that was fun to learn. Honestly, I really. I like tinkering and I, and I, and it's really fun, you know, at night you kind of listen to the radio or listen to a podcast and, you know, play with, play with your toys. <laughs> so, <Right. laughs> but I really enjoy, even, even, even though they're so small, I mean, you know, I, I actually have to pull out my, uh, my reader glasses to see some of this stuff, uh, yeah. but it's, it's still fun. Nice. I wish I had a dollar for everyone that started on a 7200 BX. <laughs> yeah. Decent unit. I mean, this everybody, well, not everybody, but lots of folks started with the blade stuff. So everyone, that's the, that's the first one you learn how to program. Yeah. And that's like the first one that you know how to, you learn how to program, but you can also move it to other helicopters and reprogram. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah, and that was the reason I, I bought that one was because I knew I could move it and not have to worry about going with another radio system uh-huh. uh, and just add a, another satellite receiver to it, mm-hmm. you know, to go to a bigger helicopter. Yeah. And and, and, and for me, it's, you know, it's a bang for the buck for now. I mean, because it's what I have, so try uh-huh. to use it to the full extent while I can. And then knowing that, you know, hopefully in the future I'll be able to move up to something different, but I really enjoy where I'm at now at the same time. Yeah. Awesome. That's what matters. Yeah. Yeah. Get too hung up on trying to get the latest, greatest equipment. Just focus on flying and getting better, which sounds like that's really what I'm trying to do. Yep. And I think that's why you've progressed so quickly and you probably haven't tried to do it. Just, because you haven't gone out 
crazy. You're stuck with a few models and just keep flying them. And it's simple. There's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of frustration with trying to do that when you're first in the hobby. You know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you keep People. switching, and you got to relearn how to, you know, everything about every different unit. You're just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's a whole you, excitement too. Yeah. You, everything you see, you want. Right. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know people like that. This hasn't changed for me. Still hasn't changed for George. <laughs> I've only got like thirty-five helicopter projects on right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not lying. It's crazy. Or a table. <laughs> but, I, but I work on. I work on all of them. Yeah. Yeah, man. You do do a good job of, of that, of working on them. And you find time to do submarines and boats and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? Craig was over here Saturday, and I said, well, what did you think about the sub? He said, oh, yeah, I want to see it. He's standing right underneath it. I'm like, it's right there. He goes, holy cow. And that was <laughs> that was one of the main reasons I got on to your tired iron uh, uh, Facebook was just to see your sub. That yeah. you've been talking about. Oh, it, it was ridiculous. I come carrying that thing in like I had a hog underneath my arm going to the <laughs> county fair. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, it was funny. Threw that sucker in the water, though, and it was within about nine sixteenths of where I wanted the water line, the scum line, as they call it, uh, to be. I couldn't believe it. I just took a wild guess at it, figuring, you know, the chambers that had air in them and chambers that didn't and all that and put foam where I thought it needed to be and weight where I thought it needed to be and yeah it's crazy of course it doesn't dive but it's so big it don't have to no <laughs> yeah you hit the bottom of the pond before you see <laughs> the tip of it goes away right so uh, the tail went under the tip of right. the bottom of the pond yep uh yeah, and who knows where the hobby leads us because I don't even know what kind of pilot I'm going to be, you know? Mm-hmm. True. I don't even know my style yet. I don't know, you know. As long where... as you have fun. It sounds yeah. like you've got that nailed. I think the most important thing to me right now is just it's a good stress buster. You meet new people, have a good time talking with them. Mm-hmm. You get on the, you know, I, I never even used Facebook that much. You know, I, I used it in oh, yeah. the army just to keep up with my soldiers and, and kept up with what they're doing. But now, you know, the, the heli hangout, you're always talking to people and seeing them do different things and, and kind of learning more about the hobby that way. Yeah. All right. I guess uh, at this point, let's move it on to the top 10 shotgun round. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How do you guys want to split this up? George? I don't have it open. Oh. <laughs> Y'all didn't even know it, but I've had my headphones on all night. Well, we didn't hear the cricket. Mm. That's I had to get away. I had to get away from my regular... Um, blue microphone because of that damn cricket. <laughs> damn wild. I, I shot one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight rounds at it. No, nine the other night. And <laughs> still didn't get it. Awesome. <laughs> Cricket's laughing. All right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm using my my head said 
Oh, oh, do I hear it? I heard do I hear him. it? Yep. I, I heard him. Better fire off number 10. <laughs> I heard him. All right. Okay. Um, I don't know. How do we want to do it? I don't know. I'll go second. All right. I'll go first. Andy? I'll go third. All right. Here we go. All right. Let's do the top 10 shotgun round. All right. First question. Pinch or thumb? So that's an interesting story. Uh, so I started out as thumbs with the uh, planes. And then when I got the AccuRC2, I found I couldn't like feel the controls enough. So I changed to pinch. Okay. Ooh. All right. So now I'm pinch. All right. The second question, this should be a... a, a mind-boggling long thought. <laughs> uh, nitro or electric? <laughs> That's easy one. I actually own one nitro motor, but it's for a plane. Okay. Ah. I, I, I haven't started it yet. It's a Thunder Tiger 46. But uh, it'll be interesting to find out later, you know. But right now, it's all electric for the helis. Yeah, I didn't mean <laughs> to bust your chops, but we didn't hear you say anything about nitro. So... I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this next one's kind of a no-brainer, too. Yeah. 500 below or 550 and bigger? <laughs> uh, it's all 500 below right now. Yeah. You want to do planes, part flyer, or bigger, like quarter scale? Well, I don't own any of the big planes yet, so I'm still just in the small. Like I said, the below 48-inch planes right now. All right. Nice. All right. Um, have you ever flown a fly bar heli? Not yet. Okay. Okay. But I, I'm willing to try one eventually. So. All right. Okay. Uh, do you see yourself becoming a sport pilot or a 3D pilot? I honestly don't know. It's it, It'll be a, a whether or not I can actually learn some 3D maneuvers. Okay. What about the safety necklace? Use it or yay or nay? So in the army, anything that's valuable, you you put a dummy cord on it. Mm-hmm. And I go with the dummy cord on the uh, transmitter. Okay. Can we change our thing to dummy cord? I want to use that for now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that way you don't lose it. It's right there attached to you. <laughs> well, that explains why I never had a dummy cord on me in the army. So they weren't. <laughs> Too sure whether they wanted to keep me around or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I resemble that remark. <laughs> let's do. Let's do it. Where are we? Uh, cordless or brushless servos? I honestly don't know the difference in them. How they feel? I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that cordless are noisy on the bench and brushes are nice and quiet. <laughs> I know all mine are, are cordless right now, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I said, never tried a brushless yet. So uh, This next question I think I know the answer to, but uh, I'll ask it anyways. Uh, fuselage style heli or pod and boom style? So far, they're all pod and boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you said you like the... The 520, that's another pod and boom. That's another pod and boom, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about head speed? You, low or 
super high ripping around <laughs> well for right now it's 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 relatively low to medium sure you know those small helis turn really fast anyway usually but on my line i'm running i was running 25 27 and 29 so okay. it's kind of yeah. in the medium it's what which a 450 you said 450 it's a 360 yeah. blaze. that's, a, yeah, that's yeah. fairly fairly low mm-hmm. nice yeah and then uh you like big events or small events well i've only been to three small events and i mm-hmm. really really uh loved the atmosphere mm, so nice. i'm not sure that i would like uh like a commercialized event but at the same time i think it would still be fun to attend yeah at least to urcha yeah i mean obviously it's not a small event but it's um i don't know it's an event that any helicopter person should go to nope all right do you have it the top 10 shotgun round all right okay what do we have coming up next Ooh. Uh, do, do we have a planker segment? I believe we do. All right. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. This is big. The planter you've been waiting for. Make sure you record this. We have been building up to this since planter episode number one. The Freefall guys have patiently waited for this episode. And finally, Finally, we get to the point where Ah, never mind. And that's it. <laughs> I, f- I think it's one of my favorite ones. What'd you say? Yeah, it was rocking. Oh, he was gonna do something like that. I knew it. When he texted us and said it's the most epic episode he's ever done. Mm-hmm. Back of my head, wouldn't it be funny if it's like a minute long and it's really nothing? <laughs> and that's what it was. Yeah, it's perfect. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> play, it, play it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, love, I love the build up to Ozzy's going to sue us if I play it again. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but I got to tell you on a side note, Mike D has been having a ball the last couple of fun flies, man. Oh, yeah. Every time we're, like, parting ways, he's like, all right, what's next, dude? What's the next one? So it's 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 awesome, man. It's, it's cool. And he's getting to know a lot of guys that he's talked to on Facebook and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's getting to know yeah. him face-to-face a lot more, which is he's freaking enjoying himself, man, big time. It's good he's to see, He's a celebrity. Dude. He is. And he's a really good dude. Really good guy, man. Yep. I got a story about him. Oh. Should we go into it? News and announcements? Sure. News and announcements. All right. Let me. Let me let, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
let me make this quick, real quick announcement. The planker has gone to the dark side of the control. Oh. Yes. 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 That's when you pivot and you're... I don't even know if you can call him the planker anymore. Gosh. I know. <laughs> I know. Seems uh, like just yesterday it was the planker. I know. Taking off, doing his knife edge, you know, <laughs> his rolling knife edge and going straight up in the sky. Well, he's still flying uh, over cars, so... He's yeah. A, he's got a little planker left in him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> awesome. All right, so what do we got? Uh, we got a Nitro Oxy 5 landing gear support to raise the tail up off the ground a little bit more. Ah. Following the request of pilots, added a G10 spacers to raise the tail up off the ground. It looks like just some like shims you put under the back landing gear to raise it up. It added a G10. Mm-hmm. Shims and longer screws. And I heard he's putting in a little note, quit your bitching. <laughs> no, I'm like, that would be if I had the company. No. I was going to say, if you have a problem sticking your tail in the dirt, maybe this is for you. Yep. <laughs> nah, but I mean, this is one of the, we always talk about, this is one of the great things about Luca. Yeah. If people have a problem and they're like, hey, I, this doesn't work the greatest. He's like, oh, well, how can I fix it? Right, you know, yeah, he's, he's always coming up with stuffed upgrades or whatever. So that's cool. Uh, it's selling for sixteen forty five. So check it out. Awesome. Uh, Linkshilly dot com. Next on our list is Rigid Core Align Seven Hundred Magic Dampeners, and this is from XGuard RC. You may know him as Augie Copter. Uh-huh. He's got some dampeners that says pretty much all current 700 heads that use 700X style dampeners. These are the the Align 700. Hmm. Custom-made nonlinear compression plastic. This dampener allows you to convert your head to a fully rigid head with its amazing 3D response and virtual elimination of boon strikes, but at the same time avoids the rigid head drawbacks at low head speeds. So that's pretty damn cool. That yeah. is cool, man. Oh, that's what that's what I need for that seven foot long cobra. I noticed the other day when I was doing TikToks with it, I felt like it was giving a little bit. <laughs> a, little, a little too much soft dampeners, huh? I thought maybe the fuselage was loose a little bit, but I thought it might be those bushings. <laughs> you know what's pretty cool about the, this Rigicore stuff? They also make um, the Rigicore dampers for the Kraken 700 and the 580, too. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Oh, Whiplash, Spectre. Yeah, he makes them for several models. Nice. I was talking to Bill this weekend, and he mentioned Boom Striking. And I said, I think it was the Glogo. I said, no, dude, it's going to be a long time before I Boom Strike anything. Oh, I thought you said Bill Boomstruck something, and I was going to say, what do you do, trip over the boom and fall down? <laughs> no, that's Rob. He always trips over his booms and falls down. Rob will trip over Bill's boom and yes. fall down. Yes. <laughs> By accident. Uh, and it also says... accident. <laughs> it also says, these are the last dampeners you will ever need. B 
because yeah. they're magic. Yeah. They, they don't wear out. No, because they don't wear out. That's pretty Try. cool. Yeah. I believe magic. That's a bold statement, though, too. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. I mean, he flies pretty hard, so. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. On, yeah. They sell for 19.90 for a set, and you can get them at xguardrc.com. While you're there, check out some of the other stuff. It's got the yeah. his backup unit, a glow igniter, all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff. And yeah. I gotta say, dude, the backup unit I've been running on the 690 with the you know the capacitor unit versus the OptiPower, dude. Uh-huh. There's no comparison. I don't no have comparison. to worry about that battery at all. Mm-hmm. I should have put that thing on last year or whatever <laughs> yeah when you had it yeah well i still got another one i was gonna put it on the the logo but uh i don't know the, the battery itself kind of is your backup guard you know in, in a lot of ways mm-hmm. I don't it's know. it's less important on a fuel model yeah yeah but it's still there is mm-hmm. there's still a use but it's still valuable yeah steve and i've talked about it happens to your battery pack or comes unplugged or whatever. Yeah. Yep, you have jumper unplugs in mid-flight, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's it's amazing that you don't have to do, literally you don't have to do anything but hit the button when you're done flying. I mean, and yeah. you had to hit the button when you were done flying on the OptiPower, but you still had to maintain the battery. And there's no maintenance, to, really. Right. And tell you the truth, you don't even have to hit the button. You can just no. let it drain out and it'll just disconnect. Right. Yeah. Just awesome. make sure you set an alarm if you're going to use it. Yes. On a fuel model. Very important. Yeah. Right, Steve? Ask me how I know. <laughs> uh, okay. What's next, you ask? What's next, Andy? Yeah. Have you guys seen the OMP M1? No. The OMP M2? Right. Apparently, there's an M1 that's coming out soon. So, is it smaller? It's smaller. It's like tiny. Oh, I it's, did see uh, this video. It's like a Blade 150 size. Yeah, it is. Or maybe even a 130. Yeah, it's tiny. Like blades are 125 millimeters. Yeah, okay, so the 130 size. Okay. Diameter 290. I can't read this. Oh, boy, I'm going to have to buy this one too. Shit. I'm buying all the micros now, so. Big fun in a small package, Steve. Mm-hmm. We need to talk. We need to talk, Steve. Send you a box of macros. Mm. Yeah, but he wants good ones. These are good ones. I've got a one eighty trio. Nah. A lot of cool stuff. Nah. Walkera. No. Walkeras. <laughs> Double horse. I still want my WL Toys V nine. 11, is it? Double horse. Or 9961. 9116. Yep. Yeah. I've not really been familiar with all those other Walkeras and all that other crap. The only ones I really know about were the blades. So if this thing performs as well as the M2, I think it could be the blade killer. Yeah. What do you think? Well, that's good. What's the controller on this thing? It's proprietary. Mm-hmm. I think it's Spectrum or Futaba. I don't bindable. know. I, I think it's definitely Spectrum, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. 
And this little one, I guess M1, it's actually pretty neat. It uses like actual servos instead of like the yeah. those mm-hmm. linear servos and stuff that get dirty all the time. Hmm, I might have to. But then you got the, you know, the 200, the logo 200, also now that has the the more advanced that anti gravity stuff on it. So yeah, it has a Neo. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's true. So. Like, you know, if I were to buy a... So that's why I'm considering a logo 200, because I fly, you know, right. well, I fly Neo, so it's like it's easy. And sure, it's, it's a lot more money than the M2, with not, you know, from what I have hear, not that much of an improvement in that price difference. But I think the uh, the ease and just the comfort of knowing, like, I know this operating system, I know how to, you know, set this up and tune it, so... Just yeah. feel, you know. And didn't we kind of talk about this before, saying mm-hmm. that if you if you bought a Mini Neo and then bought like an M2 and we did, we went through the numbers. Yeah. That it was the same price, might as well just get the logo 200. Right. And I know when you that that the Neo that comes on the logo 200 is specially programmed to right. handle the two ESCs for the tail and the, the main, you know. The main yeah. rotor. Yeah, this was all assuming that you could, you know, right. or whatever. So yeah, you anybody flying the V control, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, but I might have to buy the M1 just fly it on my DX9 and you know, just have another beater in the front yard. Sure. Is, the, is there a price on the M1 yet? I don't think uh, I haven't. I don't see it on OMP site. Oh yeah, I think it, the the guys at um, OMP. Had got some in, I guess, to test and stuff, and they did a mm-hmm. Facebook video. And that's the first time I'd heard of it, and then I did find a post on, uh, what was this RC groups from like June, talking okay. about it. So that's where I got those dimensions. So it's it's uh, it's coming. I mean, if that's something that interests you, maybe check it out. But I think it's neat. Yeah. Yeah, keep keep those micros coming out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Steve needs them for his front yard. Steve doesn't yeah. want to have to set up a FPV drone course in his backyard, so keep those micro helis. <laughs> no, no, it's it's keeping me from chopping more trees down. No, oh, okay. <laughs> because yeah, it's like once if I once I clear the the set of there's a set of amount of trees I want to clear out, uh, I'll be able to fly. You know, I'll be able to fly my Kraken, I think there. But all right, do you have anything else? Not that I can think of. Okay. All right, let's move it on to what's next for you in the hobby. Oh, what's next for you, Steve? So, um, today's Tuesday, and I have the rest of the week off. Ugh. So, I have this week off and Monday to basically, I am doing the final pack up for the family. So all their stuff, like, we're trying to move over. And, you know, even, like, my the desk that I'm working on right now. Um, basically breaking all that down, all of our TVs, everything that I can pack in. I'm going to, you know, be basically doing that and fixing some some little things in the, around the house to kind of make it up up to par to, uh, to get our listing going. So, yeah, that's pretty much my week. Do that. Um, haul it down to Virginia. I'm thinking about picking up a fireball this week since I have some time off. I can probably meet up with 
you know, Anthony and see if I can pick that up from him. And, you know, I might buy a Logo 200. I might not. I don't know. We'll see if anyone has it in stock. I think, yeah, I think A-Main did. I don't know. We might, we'll have to see. It is It is a quite a bit of money, you know. I mean, yeah. I know when you add it up, it all makes sense. But still, you're like, this is a 200-size heli. It's, and, it's a chunk know. of money for a tiny little micro heli. Right, yeah. you know. Sure, you know, our 600s, 500s are we probably spent about a thousand, you know, to get them all up in the air, ready to go with some battery packs. But still, yeah, this is a two hundred <laughs> cooler. So yeah, right. <laughs> so I don't know, but the fireball definitely. I'm thinking about doing that. Um, you know, I did. I did have. I did fly my Oxy three in my backyard the other day too. I drove the. Sh- I drove it right in, really, really hard. <laughs> but, mm. but you know, I can fly a three hundred really comfortably in the backyard i mean so comfortably i was doing you know pure wedding circuits and that's when i lost it um you know in in a tight space so yeah that's cool so, yeah so yeah think about that um and i think that's it what about you kevin well dude i uh am mainly going to be working this weekend i can't sim friday night because i'm going to be working all day friday and then i have to work friday night uh, oh boy. It's I mean it's it's yeah, it's work but it's not really work. It's more or less they're changing the fire alarm in a building that we do, so they kinda want us guys there just anyway. And sure. then they're I guess booting up the fire alarm on Sunday, so we're gonna have to go around testing a lot of stuff on Sunday, so I'm gonna be working most of the day on Sunday. Which eh, it is what it is. And then next weekend I'm on call, so I don't know. It's gonna be Rough mm. couple of weeks, but I'd like to try and get out somewhere somehow on Saturday if I'm not like playing catch up with all the other stuff I have to do. But the good news is I've been working pretty close to home actually this for the last couple of weeks. So my my 20 minute commutes are freaking awesome. Nice. But I don't know. I'll probably, you know, my goal was to get the dome done on R2 and just so I could start putting all the doors in and then. Maybe start loading up the dome with all the electronics that I have done already. Uh, I really want to put a satin coat on that before. I don't know. We'll see how far I get. I might be able to get that done. It's, you know, it doesn't take long to run out with a few pieces and, you know, shoot them with some clear at the end of the day. Yeah. And then, you know, when you're trying to get the fumes out of your lungs for the next hour, you you know, and go do something (laughs) else. But who knows? We'll see. We'll see where I get, because um, I really want to start messing around with that. Because I have, it's gonna be, it, that's gonna go quick. You know, I know you guys were talking the other day how you know I kind of was making some headway, and it kind of stopped for a while because I was painting. But once I get the painting done, man, the rest of it, because I already have the electronics done, that part's gonna go quick, man. Mm-hmm. And, and then it'll be neat to just uh, you know print out uh, the last. I have most of the stuff printed out, but then to just print out the remaining parts and paint them and whatnot and that like i was saying a couple podcasts ago i can do indoors at that point because i have a little airbrush a little station uh yeah that i can mess with painting the smaller stuff oh it's gonna look so great that dome looks freaking it looks like it's metal it looks so nice with the oh, yeah. blue inserts and everything it looks so cool i'm really glad i took the time to get the dome 
down to where I wanted it. Like even on some, yeah. some of the stuff that I'm like, nobody would even see, but mm-hmm. you know, it's good and bad that my site's going because I take my glasses off and I can only see like three inches in front of me. So now I'm, <laughs> I'm like macro lens on this stuff. And I'm like, well, I can see that. So let's get that. Yeah, out. You know? I got to fix that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> even though when you step back like eight inches, you can't even see it. Right. I can see it. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's probably all I'll be doing. What about you guys? What about Andy? What are you doing, Andy? Corn? Yeah, corn. Damn. I need my corn, dude. So glad you're doing I that. Broke a wire on the head somehow this evening. So I got to fix that in the morning. It's going to be a pain in the ass. On what? The head on the combine. So it's got these sensors that uh, automatically keep the head the correct height, right? You're going through the field. Right. Oh, boy. And. The one for the the middle of it uh, started showing as uh, open circuit wasn't working. Oh boy! Looking, like nicked it. And I start pulling on the wire, and then it just starts pulling. I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> that's not good. And it's just bare wires. It's come like got pulled out of the connector somewhere. It's got to trace that down and fix it. I got a YouTube how those combines work because I mean I kind of know how they work. They go through the fields like a comb, but I don't know how it actually pulls the corn off the off the plant itself and leaves yeah, the plant. Yeah, I have no idea. Because like, I drive okay. by these fields and they're still like they're six foot high, but there's nothing on them, and I'm like, how the hell does well, that work? Okay, so the the head, which is the front part of the combine, which is detachable, and there's different heads for different crops, right? Okay. Okay. For corn, imagine a like a comb. So you have a mm-hmm. a comb snoots. That go down the middle of the row. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Uh, nothing. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when it, it feeds into the to the center there, there's two rollers that kind of intermesh, and that engages the stalk and pulls the stalk down. But then you have these stripper plates, and I'm using my hands to describe how it works. Obviously, you can't see my hands, so I don't know why I'm even doing that. <laughs> I feel like an idiot now. <laughs> so you got these stripper plates that pull the ear off as the stalk is pulled through those plates. Like the plates are set just wide enough for the stalk, but not wide enough for the ear. Okay. Then okay. you have gathering chains that pull the ear up into the back of the head, and then an auger feeds it over to the middle of the machine, and it goes into the actual combine through the feeder house with a with like a drag chain that pulls it in, and it goes through the the rotor, which thrashes all the grain off of the cob. Oh wow! Falls down. Crosses it all right there. Yeah, thrashes it off. The grain falls down through a, a grate with the the MOG, the material other than grain. Mm -hmm. You have a big fan that blows across that, and it's uh, it's got this, um, it's the chaffer and sieve, but what it is, it's kind of this adjustable grate that you can adjust the opening of, and it shakes. So you got air blowing up through that, and the shaking action causes all the light stuff to blow out the back, and the heavier grain falls down through there, and then it goes up another um, elevator thing and goes up into the top of the tank. Oh, my God, man. 
So that's for corn. Who the hell, who designed this, Dr. Seuss? Yeah, maybe. It, it sounds like one of those things they were riding on, uh, you know, Grinch stole yeah. Christmas. But, dude, yeah. that, that's so complex. Man. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, I'm making it sound probably more complicated than it is. But you when get you one st- part that fails, and now it, you're like, oh, well, damn it, I got to fix this, you know. And, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't even think that the machine did much that, but besides, like, just grab the ears of corn, I didn't know it actually, you know. Yeah, separated the took grain. It off the, yeah, took the corn, grain right it, off of it and stuff. It takes in the ear and the shuck, mm-hmm. thrashes it off, yeah, keeps that right grain, off, cleans it. Yeah. You have clean grain going in the tank, and then the cobs and the shucks and anything else. All that shit, yeah. It's blown out the back. Okay. And that just stays on the field? Correct. For compost and stuff? Okay. And with soybeans, they're a little different. With soybeans, you, you take the entire plant in. So you you have a, a thing that, that cuts it off at the ground. Oh, okay. The entire plant in, does the same thing, thrashes out the seed or the, the bean from the pods. So all wow. the stems and the pods and stuff go back out the back and just got clean soybeans go up in the tank. Nice. Hmm. All right. That's Farming your, 101. Yeah, your thousand foot view of a combine. Dude, no wonder you fly helicopters. You're probably like, I got to do something easy to relax <laughs> a little bit. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's not that bad. Awesome. Until it breaks and then it's a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Is that it then? Yeah, just farm for me. I probably won't do anything else. Yeah, George. What yeah, you me? Me? I think I, I put it probably... in my description. <laughs> no, I was, I mean, I've been around a combine or two, um, you know, horror movies and stuff, body disposal. <laughs> but uh, I'll probably just be working on helicopters and working on digital signs around the world. I'm in a big project at work, and uh, it's taken up a lot of my my day but uh managed to make a little progress on this and that and then trying to fly more while we still have real pretty weather mm-hmm. and um working on maybe having a little bit of an enclosure for my patio out here off the hangar for the uh, halloween fly-in so it, we've got a like a little fireplace inside the table out there keep it warm if it gets chilly Nice. But uh, probably do that, and I might build a couple more tables out there in the middle section for charging and stuff like that. I've got an old wakeboard off of one of my APCs I never did use. I actually had like three or four brand new ones, and they're just made out of plywood, but they're all cut out and stenciled and have all the military markings and stuff on them. Uh, I think these were for a 113. And, uh, I think I've got two of them left, maybe. And I was thinking about making a table out of those. That'd be pretty cool. Cool. You mm. know, it folds down when you go into the water. It kind of keeps the nose of the vehicle up. Keeps the water from just coming over the top of the the track. Nice. But, uh, yeah, that'll be it, probably. More, a whole lot more mowing to do. 
What about you, Jamie? I've got to. Uh, I I basically did all the fun for sim or for flying this week uh, mm-hmm. today. So uh, I I've got some family obligations this weekend, and I've got to do some housework stuff for the rest of this week on my vacation, and then after that, uh, we'll just have to see whenever somebody's going to be flying on a weekend that I can join them and maybe get somebody to come fly with me at my, my club. Uh, nice. Definitely looking forward to the uh, RCHO event in November. Oh, are you going to that, right? Yes. Definitely going to that. Awesome. Yes. Yes, definitely. Cool. I plan Very on. much looking forward to it. Nice. Yeah. I plan on trying to make it out to there. Hopefully for that event. Oh, cool. Yeah, I might be bringing a couple of um, good pilots with me, too. We'll see. Sweet. I, I hate I missed you guys up at the uh, mow down, but hopefully I get to see you guys at RCHO. Yeah. I'm trying to also get the planker to go down, but we'll see. It's a bit of a drive. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out if I can make it. I'm afraid I'm going to be cutting beans middle of November, yeah. but we'll see. That's the know. middle of November. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, thirteenth or fourteenth, fifteenth, I it, think. It's yeah. the weekend right after Veterans Day. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love, I haven't seen any of those guys since the chill out. Yeah. I would love to go, but uh, I think I'm gonna have zero vacation time. I know we're going in November and December this year down to Florida. Oh uh, yeah, we'll see. It's a, that's a that's a ride for us though. For well, for me from up here, yeah, it's yeah, like ten hours, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. About yeah. But all right, cool. Uh, let's move it on to listener pipeline. All right, listener pipeline. Yeah. Do we many have voicemails? any? We have some voicemails, but I don't know. After last week, I don't know what to think anymore. Uh, we got, oh, yeah. We got a few that have transcription <laughs> not available. I was listening to that, listening to the show last week or whenever right. this week. It's amazing how well his kids come up with that stuff and how natural they were. Because uh-huh. I was thinking to Bill had to read one line. Yeah. It, it, uh, you know. Yeah. No, but it was not good. His yeah. kid just coming up with shit off the cuff. He didn't even mm-hmm. tell him to say. <laughs> it, it's like they're professional actors. I couldn't yeah. believe. What are you guys doing in here? Yeah. <laughs> the captain I'm will fun be. Of him. <laughs> and he had a script to follow. And it was I know. Like, I had to just read it. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm. I'm not going to say anything more about Bill's performance. Well, oh, the only one. I mean, we've had we've had a few people do those, and they're not always the greatest acting. But they do make the show worthwhile. Oh, absolutely! They make the episode enjoyable. I just could. I just couldn't believe Mike's kids are, you know. Yeah. Which they are his kids, so right. That's what say. Apple doesn't fall too far. <laughs> Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Exactly. All right, so I'm going to play a few of these, but I don't know what is on them. Yeah, if we have to add them out. All right. 
It was 27 seconds of nothing. Nice. Thank you for leaving us that great voicemail. Yep. And if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, what number should they call, Steve? Yeah, the number is 973-936-8936. And I'm yeah. glad you had it down because I did not know what it was. What's, what's this one? Bolly, 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 balls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's one. Thank you, Shaggy. Balls. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Shaggy. There's two. Shaggy must have called while we were recording. Yeah, he he texted me. He was like, "What do you say here? Have a great, have a good show tonight." Balls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I said, balls, thanks. <laughs> uh, before we wrap it up, just want to give a huge shout out to Jamie for taking the time to come on the show. Uh, Thank you. Great, great to hear your experience, you know, the, yeah. the whole you know, progression of your hobby and stuff. It's great. Um, so awesome, the stories, you know, meeting with Scott Graham and Jay and all the folks from uh, down there. Uh, such good people, you know. It's, it's always good to hear when... Uh, we hear, you know, familiar names and, and friends of us, you know, of ours in the hobby, helping other people, um, you know, be yeah. successful in the hobby with us. So, awesome. Yeah, and it's fun to thank them, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's nice to have the opportunity to kind of thank them right here. Yeah. And, Jamie, thank you for your service, your many years. Yes. I appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome. Okay, uh, is it time to wrap it up? It's time. All right. <laughs> Facebook likes. We are at 1,328. That is minus three plus two from last week. Uh, <laughs> and here are the names. We have Jerry Douse and Nelson RC. Nelson. Right. Thanks, guys. Awesome. All right. What do we have for Facebook comments? Facebook comments. Well, last week we had the Nick Maxwell Free Fall Giveaway show. Mm. And curiously enough, none of the comments were about the giveaway. (laughs) They were about Mike D and the planker having to relocate. Mm. Uh, Great Eagle Jr. said eyes, maze, ingredients the planker mike d said the planker had to relocate while waiting for kevin to pay the past due ten dollars from the modem and it was ten dollars andy and we oh. were <laughs> mike was like did you tell andy it was ten dollars he goes no he goes he, during the show he said what does he owe you like ten dollars and you're like yeah and i'm like yeah it's, it's ten dollars because i mean that's ten bucks seems like about the appropriate you know <laughs> he would have that much trouble to recover. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> Steve Shaw said, Mike D, already look weatherized for the winter. You might want to consider move to Florida. Mike said, Steve Shaw, okay, but how are the sidewalks? Enough room for my RC stuff? Because Mike posted a picture. Or somebody posted. Yeah, Mike posted a picture of uh, living at Tent City on a sidewalk. And I wrote, I started with monthly installments of 12 cents a month. Huh. <laughs> Uh, and Ian Joel posted a picture of Hooker Barbie and said, sorry, Mike, the kid's got a hold of one of your Barbies. Dude, meet the 69th and Main Street Hooker Barbie. Mm-hmm. 
Kyle Schneider chimed in and said, Mike, how far down the road did you get before that idea hit? I was crying, laughing, hearing about Kevin owing you money. Uh, Steve said Kevin made it easy by actually owing him money. Mm-hmm. Steve Shaw said, hey, Joel, the planker, Mike D has the hottest looking chip chicks and the cheapest two from the word on the street. And then Ian Joel, the captain of memes, said uh, in a meme with Hooker Barbie, Hey, Steve Shaw, I heard you want to have a good time. I started $5, baby. All right, this is out of control. <laughs> Stupid. And then Steve is like, please tell her, hell yes, let me do- double the starting option. I think she's worth $10, and I will only need two minutes of her time. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. Al Gore invented the internet, or we would not have oh. any of this. <laughs> All mm-hmm. This is ridiculousness. Any of this. Hours of enjoyment. <laughs> and I put a picture up of the little guy, the deck of cards sized little tank thing, driving around on my desk. I gotta post some more pictures of the dome and shit. Um, I'll probably do it this week. That's it, or do we have any other comments? Uh, that's it from last week that I saw. Unless you guys saw something else. All right. Let's move it on to visitor posts. Um, we have one from Greg. It's a uh, <clears throat> says out of context audio, and it's a it's a link to a Google Drive file, and the files marked funny shit mp3. So I don't know. Do you want to try to play it? Uh, the way I go to it is I go to. I, think, I don't know if the volume will be good. You want me to try it? Look, look at that crazy guy over there. Don't get near him. That's what I need. I'll tell you what works really good. Removable crotch. Y'all got to try it. That's what I need. That's yeah. hot as hell. I really like it. Why would I need that? Straps. Whatever. And that's all I ever did. Every morning, I would do that before I left the house. <laughs> suck it up between your cheeks. <laughs> yeah. You'll be fine. I need something like that. That's yeah. hot as hell. It's tough. It really is. It gets to a point where you stop sweating and just... You're all dizzy and stuff. Yeah. I smile a lot. Yeah. Pour it out in my hand like shaving cream and nut or something. I've had enough. <laughs> I'll watch right now. You no, know, I can't help that you, you know, aren't able to keep yourself clean. We won't go back to those stories. He's old, Kevin. Give him a break. That could be, you know, and I, that could be, you know, and <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and that's it. That's awesome. That's like me driving to work. (laughs) All right. And I'm talking to myself. Uh, Let's see. Monday morning, it's life's kind of getting out of control. You know what I mean? I like a salad. I had a nice salad. Big potato. Sour cream. Took one of those and knocked the front wheel off in outer space and had a lot of guts. (laughs) I don't know. I thought I was still listening to the recording. Exactly. I was going to start doing that and just, just to see if you guys. <laughs> Andy, yeah, wait a minute. I, I, I thought I stopped the recording. Isn't that All right. Uh, two days ago, we got Ian Joe, and this is uh, let's play a game. Guess who's all on Discord on Friday? And he had a, a picture for each of us, I guess. This was funny. This was really this was good. Funny. Good game. Yeah. So the first one he had was, it's a picture of a EH for Canadian flag, eh? Yep. So guess who was on the sh- 
on the Discord channel, eh? Hmm. Should we actually say who it was? That was Darren Weens. Yeah. Or Wines. Wines. Okay. And then we have... This is like one of old, old helicopters. So old. I think he uses like... I don't know. An airplane motor in there. Well, now, I didn't get this one because George wasn't on the show. So I don't know who this was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Well, someone who's probably been in the hobby since... The first helicopter. <laughs> the first RC helicopter. No. <laughs> so Ian wrote Richard Sowers. Oh. Mm. Sowers. Okay. Sowers. Yes. Thank you. Next one we have is a big sign that says, Welcome to Florida, the Sunshine State. Okay. That one yeah. I got. It's got to mm. be Steve Shaw because he won't fucking shut up about Florida. <laughs> uh huh. Ding, ding, ding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, let's see who we got next here. We got a hamster <laughs> on a you know one of them hamster wheels. Yeah, I didn't and I didn't I didn't understand this one, but this one he wrote Mike the planker. Okay, hmm. I don't get that one. There's another one where I thought it was the planker. Me too. Okay, and there was a, a picture of a, a lovely kite flying in the air, all rainbow-colored and yeah, proud. That's what I thought and, was a planker. <laughs> <laughs> and he wrote for this one, it's a tinder. It's a tinder, yep. <laughs> I know he likes to fly kites, so I guess maybe that's the reference. Yep. See, this next one is where I thought, but I it's too. not. The next one is like an old PT-17-looking... Um, plane, balsa kit, you know, a little Cox 049 motor on the front. And I thought this was the planker, but no, it's Hilda Flyer, a.k.a. David Hill. Hmm. Wait a minute, Dave was on Friday? I think yeah. so. I, I started to just now say, hey, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Uh, let's see the next one here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so this one is a bag of Doritos, not your chips. Oh, jeez. Uh, I know who that uh, is. Yeah, who is it? Frank. Say it. Mordiaios. Yeah. yeah, it's Frank Mordiaios, and I think uh, some people pronounce his last name more Doritos. Ah, uh, guys. I do not. Okay, the next one is pretty funny, too. So it's uh, Twitey Tidies with a pretty nasty skin on it. Or skid marks, and Ian Joe said Kevin McGrady, aka Skids. Skids. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then we have a picture of a bathroom, toilet seat down. Looks like maybe ready for someone to poop. And that <laughs> one said me. Ian Joe, where I make half of my memes, lol. <laughs> All right, it's good to know where his home office is. Yeah. All right, next one we have a really, really old school looking telephone. You know, it has like the little crank wheel, the little bell on the top, and you kind of speak into a, a little horn while you hold this other horn on to your ear. And Craig Jr. got this one Michael Shaggy Parker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, the next one's funny too. 
Next one is, uh, it looks like a, a Miata that the front end has been chopped off and some ridiculously extended, I don't know, engine bay, I guess you could call it, um, with some type of motor. And it's actually trailing a camper. Big giant V8 or something in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's something huge. I don't know. It's, but the way it looks like it, it looks like it's actually a mid-engine drive. Ooh. Um, and Gregor Jr. got this one. And yours truly, Steve Yun. <laughs> Let's see. Do we have any more here? Yeah, we got another one. <laughs> All right. So this was a very funny one. This is, uh, looks like some guy is uh, face down on the grass, you know, probably passed out, drunk, I'm thinking. Um, well, that could have just been he, he has fallen and he can't get up. Could have been right. It depends. It's a you know, it's a picture, so we don't really know. Right? I don't see any trip. Boom. Yeah, I don't. See, yeah, could have tripped over a boom. I don't see any vodka or any bottles in his hand or anything. And so it looks like one of us, and I know who said Doctor Liver, mm-hmm. commented by Kevin, and then Ian Joe says. Kevin Tessner, Saturday morning after a night on Discord. LOL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Pretty true. We got, we got another one here. And it's a, it's a very old school, but very brightly painted pink, hot pink, John Deere tractor. I wonder who this one is for. <laughs> I can't imagine. Mm. All right. Ian said it's Andy Ross. Nope. Awesome, and that's the last one. Okay. Awesome. Thanks for playing the Guess Who game. That was pretty cool. On Friday. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. It's awesome. Good job, Ian. Good job. Okay, uh, let's see. Website comments. Have we got any website comments? Yes. Do we? Yes. Yeah, we got one last week on Wednesday, and the subject says, Andy Ross, Oxy5. I keep hearing you talk about building your Oxy-5. Please reconsider replacing the one-way assembly. I had less than 20 flights on mine, and it failed, causing a crash. There's a V3 out, which I pre-ordered. And that was from Kevin... Kainz. Kainz. I've met Kevin. Isn't yeah, he? I know Kevin. Um, yeah. One of Ed's buddies. He's uh, yep, one of Ed's buddies to fly with Curtis, I think. Yeah. Isn't he on yeah. Team Only yeah. Fine Hellies? He is. Yeah, I wrote him and Ed out to dinner at Urcha. He was telling me about flying with Curtis and stuff back in the day. Yep, back in the day. And that's really good advice. Maybe I will do that. Yeah. Might as well while you're building it. Yeah, I should just order it and put it in when I build it. Yeah. Good advice. Thanks, Kevin. All right. What else do we have? Uh, We got one from the Planker. Mike D right. at shootertraining.com or whatever, dot gmail or gmail.com, whatever it is. And he says, I hope this makes me cool. And he writes, in an attempt to be cooler and to get heli pilots to like me more, I have refinanced the house so I could order a Mikado transmitter and one Neo. Only one Neo because after the V-Control purchase, my ass hurts a lot. Yes, the anal burning is uncomfortable and the general ass pain sucks a lot more. 
It hurts mostly when I breathe, sit, stand, or think too much. I'm hoping to use cream on it until my first flight, and after that I will get some good suppositories and push them up the rear to calm the, the stinging. Ay, ay, ay. Know why it hurts when he thinks too much, right? Yeah, because his head's up his ass. His head's in his ass. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> he goes on to say, I may not be flying for a while as I cannot sit straight in a car seat. And I also fear that my rectal opening is so wide after the Mikado reaming that my seatbelt buckle could accidentally slide up inside my poop hole. Oh, my gosh. So for <laughs> now, I will use a hemorrhoid pillow and lots of Vaseline to cool the burning until uh, associated with deep financial butthole penetration. I do not want any more of this email. Uh, I will keep you posted with high-resolution ass pictures. <laughs> No, thank you, Mike. Jeepers, I can't believe all you heli guys regularly go through this. No wonder Steve is so grumpy. <laughs> Love you guys, the blanker. Oh, shit. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> well, dude, he does have a point because he was like, so I want to get I want to get a V control and I want to get a receiver. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm then he's asking me all these questions, and I'm like, wait a minute. I know there was one of these, and there was one of these, and then I go to the website, and I'm like, okay, they no longer make these or these, but they have these and these. <laughs> and he's like, well, what's the difference? And I'm like, I don't know. Where's that page now? Now I got to go to VStabby to get the differences. Uh, and I'm like, oh, man. And you better send him that $10. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I already I PayPal'd him the $10. I was going to PayPal him nine ninety nine, <laughs> just to be him. a douche. <laughs> but I said, no. Nah. Let me just pay him the $10. I was actually then thinking maybe I should send him $15. So, uh. And then request five back. Yeah, and I could, <laughs> then I could bust his just chops. All right, every day. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, You did not send me $10. He's like Jerry Seinfeld yelling at his parents. I don't know. So, do we have anything else? Did you guys see anything else come in? Got a Gray Eagle email. Ooh. Oh. You want me to read it? Sure. Yeah, go for it. So it's time make goodies. While of obtain but nutrition and oxycodone. Bunch of exclamation points. It's meat. And it's a picture of Arby's sauce with an oxyheli sticker on it. Ooh. Might be able to sell that. On the street. Huh. It's oxy. Yeah. I wouldn't give you nothing for it. <laughs> I hate Arby's sauce. It's Arby's. I don't mind Arby's. I just don't like Arby's sauce. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, people Podbean. Oh, dude. Podbean had some activity. Let me tell oh, you. Oh, boy. Let me tell you about the activity that was on Podbean. Can't wait. We had Heliman, which I think he's been going back and listening to some older episodes. He liked episode 217, Motion RC with Alpha. Uh, Pete Delacruz, I know, is also listening to some older episodes because he listened to episode 240, which was entitled, Everybody Chill. (laughs) (laughs) And Great Eagle, Mike Welch, Heli Fun. The RC Element, S. Layerson, 
all liked episode 245, Nick's Maxwell Free Fall Giveaway. And Sam Layerson, who we haven't seen in a while, also liked episode 243, W Your Pleasure, W Fun Fly, and 244, fellow podcaster series, volume one with Rich Sowers. And it looks like a Star Wars droid of some sort liked episode 232, Tuning up with Paul Andrioli and Gray Eagle started following us again. Nice. Yeah. Well, speaking of Gray Eagle Jr., he left several comments. Oh boy. Um, first one we have here is Dr. Heli Reader. Yes, travel lots, but never ever forget of greetings in the beans. Nice. Again, twice six nine wait six seven eight nine mint gum. Nevada Special music Every attempt Schoolhouse Rocky Said being awesome Ooh Showtime Beatles into Crockpots Remember Key position Left Clockwise Countertop Tick Tock Into Greatness Alright Awesome and then, and then he replies to That e- uh, That comment Two hours ago which doesn't make any sense. It says two hours ago he says, "Yes, Gray Eagle Jr. agreed approval Thanksgiving." <laughs> but then this is where Gray Eagle is is he's not human, okay? There's no way you can do this, and I will even screenshot my phone for for proof. So he leaves that message two hours ago, but then three hours ago he replies to that message two hours ago. How? I don't know. He says, you're welcome, your hairdresser. He's a time traveler, dude. It's creepy. Creepy, man. I don't know how he does it. He's insane, that's how. Yeah, but even if you're insane, how do you break the laws of physics like that? I don't know. Oh, mine, they both stay three hours ago, so. Different planes. Must this be your phone? Mm. There's different planes of existence. I think I think it's magic. <laughs> I believe in magic. He's a man. He's a magic man. He travels yeah. through time a little differently than I do. I am a time traveler, also, except I travel forward. Ah, and, I see. And I travel at the exact same speed as everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. Okay. No. Uh, yeah. What do we have for iTunes review? Oh, jeez. There is oh, nothing geez. to iTunes. Oh, you I'm saw checking. Andy? Yep, right. I looked. You're off the hook, Kevin. I was just going to do my... Oh, jeez, eat it, huh? <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention something. I picked up um, mm-hmm. something for the RC trailer. What'd you pick up? I picked up, I picked up uh, an RV um, AC unit. Holy shit, I just guessed, and that was where I was right. Yeah. Said an air conditioner. Yeah, I got it. I got it from uh, Mike Lewandowski, man. He hooked it up. Nice. Um, it's like a thirteen thousand BTU. <laughs> like it's oh freaking diesel. It's gonna, I don't think that's big enough for that trailer. <laughs> it's gonna be an ice box in there. I love it. <laughs> like, yeah, for three hundred bucks, man. It wasn't bad, and he delivered it to the Moda. Picked uh, it up from him there. I think it's pretty heavy, so I got to make sure um, I do it right. I don't want my <laughs> race in the ceiling. Hmm. I have to put a brace in for it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna look that up and see, you know, 
um, what I need to do. Maybe talk to Mike Welsh about it. But yeah, I can't wait to get that going. That should be cool. Have yeah. some nice AC for next year. Sweet. All right, ready for the outro? I'm ready. Okay. So drop us an iTunes review. We'll read the review in the next episode. Email us at freeforce at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash freeforce podcast. Check out our webpage, freeforce podcast.show. Say hi to Chris. Hey, Chris. Flight test forums, off the field, audio and video production, other than flight test podcast, freeforce podcast. Say hi to David Hill, a.k.a. Hilda Flyer. Hey, Dave. Hi, Dave. Uh, fellow podcasters, we got the Heliheads podcast. That's Kevin, Dan, Mike, and Scott. All right, Telerotor podcast. That's Mike, Mike, Rich, and Robert. Okay, BKRC podcast. That's Bert and Kyle. RC Roundtable. Fitz, Terry, and Lee. And RC After Hours. That's with Andre. High Voltage. With Mr. Watts. Yeah. Bobby Watts. Skids up. Skids mm-hmm. up is with Frank, Paul, and Style Casey. <laughs> mm, nice. And Javier. <laughs> uh, and Reddit Down Under. That's Ozzy Mazzy and Jeff Sma. Sma. Smooth. Sma. Sma. And Park Flyer Podcast. Park Flyer is with Kenny, Richard, and Brett. <laughs> no. That's the next one. Park Fly- I was see it was throwing me cuz <laughs> you doing so good too. He, he yeah. took out AMA and I was going to go <laughs> with Matt Reddick. Um Park Flyer <laughs> is with two mics and a J. Yep. Now the one you said Houdini RC Heli podcast. Houdini RC as I wave my magic wand. I pronounce them Brett, Kenny and Richard. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you check out Bill A's YouTube channel. Yeah, check him out. Will you? Yeah. Do him a favor. All right. He's not getting any older because it's not possible. Mm. <laughs> he can't age anymore. Numbers only well, go so high. Well, I don't think he can shed any more of his skin, right? Like, that's how lizard people grow, right? Yeah. Yep. He shed? Mm. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, Jamie Burkholder, for taking the time again. I uh, really appreciate it. Um, it was good. <laughs> good talking to you, Jamie. Thank yeah. you. Absolutely. And thank you guys for all the effort you put into this podcast each week. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks to our listeners. We are guys, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Right. Bye. Yeah, James. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> I just bought that damn helicopter. What? <laughs> yeah, I bought that MCCX Crushers too. Love that thing. But yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, there's a couple. Of- Big things that I need help moving, and that's that's the time we're also going to be moving to Miata and everything. So, um, I'll yeah. let you know yeah, let when. Know. See if you can help out if you're available. Yeah, um, I'm busy. It was falling off. Make you feel okay about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't nice. know if I could do that. But. <laughs> What's up, peoples? Jamie, you're on. You're on tired iron, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, I thought I'd seen you on there before.
Yeah, just recently, because I figured out how to spell tired iron. George doesn't make anything easy. He just tried <laughs> Facebook with his GR Baker and all that <laughs> shit. Yeah. It's perfect. That's, that's uh, a long story. <laughs>